everybody? Hello, hello. Again. <coughs> oh, yeah. Yet again. There it is. Every time. Focus! Oh. Come on, Focus. camera. Focus. The, my favorite F word. Focus. <laughs> That's what uh, my middle school band teacher used to say. Focus. Used to, uh, it, it, yeah, if we would lose our, if we wouldn't be paying attention, he'd be like, don't make me use the F word. And we're like, fuck? He was goes, no, the, focus. Was it The Rock that <laughs> that did that where he would yell it? There used to be a meme about it. I think it was The Rock where he'd be in the gym working out and be like, focus, focus. I don't, I don't know about that. I mean, I remember the, Ronnie Coleman was always lightweight, baby. Lightweight, baby. Speaking of focusing, uh, the koozie I got today. Don't focus on that. <laughs> <laughs> There's a. That's uh, amazing. For you listeners out there, uh, when I was back home in Michigan, uh, cut like last month, um, my uncle got us all koozies that were variously hilarious, right? Every one of them was funny. Of, of the raunchy variety, I'm sure. Yes. And uh, mine says, stop staring at my cock and has a rooster on it. <laughs> How appropriate. Uh, I would stand there and it, I'd be like drinking and I'd put this between my, like, between my legs and I'd be like, Dude, stop! <laughs> double oh, feed, that's, that's double funny. the fun. What up, Echo? Welcome, dude. Welcome, so yeah, welcome, welcome everybody to episode. Where are we at now? Eleven. Eleven. Ooh, baby. Holy right. shit! Yeah, we got a we got a pretty good one lined up for you guys today. We do. We are. Yeah, we are. Um, we are doing episode two of our top five. We're going to try and make that a new weekly segment. And we we've are. got a good one here for you today. We got some funny Darwin Awards lined up. We got a bomb ass hero of the week we want to highlight. Um, don't get me started. It's going to be good, like always. And our debate this week. This one, uh, this one, we, we could have gone a lot of different directions with this. Let me just say yes. that. We definitely could have. So it's good. It's definitely very much going to be open to interpretation. It is, I think. and I, I would say, somewhat our um, our title of the of the stream and, and the YouTube video mm, kind of plays yeah. into. I think you're going to go for a three, a trio, but right. I'm going for the trio. I'm but... going for a duo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So once we get into that yeah. segment, we'll we'll debut what it says, so you guys yes. keep listening. And we got some funny uh, you laugh you loses Jones. I I went I stuck with the little kid theme for uh, for at least one of them, and it is absolutely hilarious. I was laying in bed last night when I found it, just laughing hysterically. Dude, kids are fucking <laughs> it's the hilarious. Best. I know it's and they say the funniest things and they're so innocent about it. Yeah. Don't you know. cut my pecker off. <laughs> Please don't cut my Or, or the, the little girl from last week. Stupid snowman. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, there's... there's you know what we should do, Jones? You know what we should hmm. do next week? We should start compiling a top 10 Hall of Fame video listing. We should. I know we kind of sort of talked about this last week. We have a few already that are yes. in there. But I think what we need to do is we go back through. That's that's what we should do. That should be like the bulk of the of the podcast for next week. We will go back through and find every single video we've watched thus far. At least the you laugh you lose portion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll go through and you laugh you lose portion. (laughs) It'll be like a you laugh you lose, um, 
12 episode 12 special or something yeah so i think there's even some does... from the first episode no one saw us oh because yeah. it wasn't the very first episode yeah like mario and the washing machine <laughs> yeah you remember that one i don't know if i'll be able to find that video again uh, I i'm, have I'm sure i can i do we i think so if not they're in the discord oh uh, yeah uh, no 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 that one we watched live Oh, we did. We did, and I have no idea because we just randomly looked up a "You Laugh, You Lose" video. Damn. Well, anyway. So what's <laughs> well, what have you been we'll up to the past week? Yeah. What's so? Um, I just got notified just a couple days ago that I was able to pick up one of the slots for an advanced gunfighter course held at uh, Camp Guernsey in Wyoming, mm-hmm. my old stomping grounds that I haven't been. I haven't been there since the sniper course and back in 2017, and oh my lord, that was fun. But no, Advanced Gunfighter, I'm super stoked for, because from what I hear, it's going to be a lot of shooting. It's not a gentleman's course, so it's going to kick the shit out of us, but um, it's going to be a lot of shooting. We're going to learn a whole bunch of really cool tactics, techniques, um, and that's right up my alley, really. Anything that has to do with guns, shooting, um, anything to improve my, my reload, my my room clearing, mm-hmm. anything, my te- team building. Yeah, so I'm going with one other guy. He's a he's an A1C from Days Flight. Tall, six-foot mofo named Johnson. I'm going to use him as my meat shield the entire time. You're going to take Big Johnson? <laughs> I'm, I'm taking my Big Johnson with me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that's in, that is in halfway through March. Is he a skinny Johnson? Uh, or is he a fat Johnson? <laughs> He's, he a, pro- he's he's a proportional Johnson. He's, proportional. <laughs> no, he's just right, as they say. He's, he's, he's a just, he's right, a just Johnson. right Johnson. Just right. Johnson. At least he's a long Johnson. Johnson. He is a long Johnson. <laughs> oh, God. Be terrible with a short Johnson. <laughs> yeah. Also, um, at the end of this month, I'm really looking forward to this. Um, on Friday the 27th, I am formally re-enlisting for another four years. Thank you. Got your ass. They got my... Well, I don't think it was so much as uh, they got me as it was I'm not ready to be done yet because I really think I've got a good thing going here with my unit, um, the position that I'm in, the people that I work with, the airmen that I supervise, um, an awesome leadership element. How many years? It'll be for four. I will uh, re-enlist for four. That'll take me to year 11. No. Seven. 10 or 12. Yeah, 11. Because I just, I'm finishing up year 7. We hit 8 next month. We hit 8 years next month. 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22. Oh, shit. <laughs> I'll bring it to year You're 12. Right. You're like, fuck. Okay. Well, we're going to go I do did, three uh... years. <laughs> <laughs> Check my well, so, no, so, so the way the way I was counting it though was is I'm coming up on the end of my one year extension. Welcome to the which everybody. was which was after my first six years, right? So if I'm at the end of that extension, oh, that's the you end only of year seven. Year. Okay, correct. Well, we've been in eight years, so interesting. Eight calendar years because we started we started at the very beginning of fifteen. In February 15th is when we shipped off to basic. That's what I'm saying. February 23rd or 24th, 2015 is 
Eight years. That's Dave. Oh. You know how I Math know? Math was never my strong suit. <laughs> because I extended for two years, and that would have been the day I got out. And then my dumbass extended for two more years. So now it's 2025. Gotcha. All right. Well, anyway, Stupid. so that, that'll take me to year 12. And after that, we'll uh, we'll see. But yeah, so I've got um, um, my commander, Major Baxter, is the one that's actually going to be doing my ceremony for me. Nice. He agreed. I, I basically walked into his office and asked him. <laughs> that's yeah. good. It was it was great. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So I got a whole bunch of. I will have my two previous flight sergeants or flight flight. What's the word? Chiefs. Flight chiefs. Yeah. I'll have my two previous flight chiefs there. One of them is now uh, NCOIC of Stanaval, and the nice. other one is NCOIC of Ops. So nice. they've both gone and moved on to bigger and better things. Um, and also, I've got mom and dad, two my two sisters, and I think about a half dozen of the nephews. Nice. And I'm still waiting to hear back from my Uncle David and Aunt Suzanne to see if they want to come as well. But uh, And then I also have some family over in Rose Hill. It's my mom's cousins. So that's my... For you genealogy people, my mom's cousin is my first cousin once removed. That... Stuff always confuses me, no matter what. It took me a very long time. To I just say it out. cousin, I, uncle, I eventually, grandpa, grandma. I eventually found a diagram, actually. So my mom's cousin's kids. Didn't we find that same in my not? I think we tried to because we had a like a really long conversation about this one day. Because I was having a family reunion that I pretty drunk. To, yeah, if I remember correctly. At least I was. Which was yeah. Weird. So I, but I discovered that the once removed or twice removed thing means generational gaps okay. not necessarily distance right <clears throat> so my mom's cousin who is the same generation as her is my cousin once removed which means the kids of my mom's cousin are my second cousins mm, okay yeah so my mom's siblings kids are my first cousins so first cousin second cousin and third cousin are all the same generation but we have to look at the relationship of the parents. Hmm. So my third cousin would be my mom's, the kids of my mom's second cousin. Too confusing <laughs> Something for like me. That, <laughs> that public Speaking school of, education, uh, it's cousin, yeah, right? and you don't have sex the with only reason, <laughs> The only reason we bothered figuring that out, though, is because my, my grandma, my last surviving grandma, who is 87 now? 88? Wow. Something like that. She really loves hosting family reunions. So I've been to a number of them over the years with both my grandma's side and my... The Kane and the Kersey side of the family. So my grandma's maiden name is Kane. So we got the mm. Kane side of the family. And then she married John Kersey, my grandpa. So we got the Kersey side of the family, right? So it was... For a while, it was every four years, there would be a family reunion just with one of the other halves of the family, which means for the children and mm. grandchildren of Grandma Maribel, we would come regardless. So so it's like the Olympics. So you have the Winter Olympics as well, one family, <laughs> and then four years later is the Summer Olympics with <laughs> the other yeah, family. Right. <laughs> so keeps, every eight years, and, you see everybody. And I, got to, and I got to go to both each time. It was, <clears> it was great. There would be tons of people and... All age groups, right? So you'd have babies, you'd have little kids, you'd have kids, and then, you know, the adults. But the best thing about those were it was held at my grandma's farm. 
right? Mm. So there was never any doubt as to, oh, what are the kids going to do? Go throw them out in the barn. Yeah, go, go we explore. Had a, we had an kids. absolute blast. Oh, yeah, there was a, an old dried up riverbed right there, a massive yard, and Grandma always had a bunch of yard games. And mm-hmm. As we got older, we would always bring a Frisbee. And we would get ultimate frisbee games going with all the cousins and stuff. That's last. That's a goal of mine when I get old. Er, um, to have a right. big old family like that. Well, a big family would be cool. A couple kids and see what they do. But the yard games. <clears throat> yeah. Except for you know I'm the I'm probably the drunk. Fun. You're the drunk uncle. Yeah. <laughs> I'm the the fun uncle. Yeah. Not too drunk. The fun, the just, uncle. I'm yeah. the veteran uncle. All right. And <laughs> the stereotype of a veteran. in the war? Oh, God. <laughs> I actually had a um, my, one of my little cousins. She asked me that like six months ago. She was like, have you ever, been, have you ever killed anyone? I was like, no. <laughs> have, I, have I seen <laughs> people <planning>. die? <laughs> have I seen people? <laughs> and I got like a little bit dark on her. I was like, no, but I've seen some bodies hanging. And she's like, what? I'm like. Ugh. It happens. <laughs> there's, a, there's an old joke. Um, a retired army uh, Korean War vet grandpa or something like that is uh, he's with his nephew and his nephew looks up at him and goes, Grandpa, did you get shot in the army? He looks down at him and says, No, son, I got shot in the leggy. It's <laughs> <laughs> <Except> every time. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's great. Uh, anyway, what's new with you? Oh. Uh- Honestly, not a whole lot. I've been on base all week this week uh, with the reserves, so mm. you know, getting my some of my time in. Mostly just gets gets a paycheck and get yeah, some your di- weekend warrior stuff. Yeah, yeah. I can still <laughs> shoot. I can still shoot and out NCO ninety five percent of the Air Force. I guarantee it. Fair enough. You can out NCO me any day of the week, but I, you cannot outshoot me. I've shot with you. I know that for a fact. <laughs> I'll concede on the shooting until. I get this P2000 broke in, and then mm. we'll see. Because I had that little Glock 43, and that little pea shooter is so fucking hard. My hands, look at my hands. Yeah, you can. Compared those to my are, face. big boys. So having a gun that's this big, and your hand that's this big, it's like, oh, cool. Let me, let me pew. And so you're like. Well, the other problem was. Pushing it, it down was every five long, seconds. It was a long and stiff trigger pull, so you ended up pulling all your shots south anyway. It was down and south. And Yeah. But ooh, yeah, me. that's that's something you you learn to live with. Classes but, uh, are classes are being classes. Doing yeah. a disaster management or something like right now. It's pretty cool. Learn about you know what funny you should mention that. Ship. We just had a course for was it catastrophe management or it was some sort of crisis something like that. Oh, I'm in crisis management, not disaster management. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's so in we two had months. A, yeah. So it teaches you kind of how to be like a hostage negotiator type deal, right? Uh, well, kind this, of, sort of. This, or is it more like a natural crisis? Well, so this is like like FEMA crisis level. Right, okay. Is what I'm so, learning because I'm going to the, the degree portion of it. Right. Yeah. Emergency management. Yeah. So how to, how to manage a crisis more so than like yeah. be the hands on the ground. Working crisis, gotcha. kind of thing. Gotcha. yeah, yeah. So yeah. it's an overall um, learning. I got, I got that confused. I got that confused with a course that came across our my email about a crisis management on a on the personal level. So like how to manage hostage situations, how to manage um, disturbed it individuals. It was. It would have been a TDY, 
Yeah. Dude, that would um, be such I got, a cool I got, I got recommended by my soup. It was going to be me and one of our DAF officers. Mm-hmm. But then when we <clears> went <throat> in to sign up, it said the class was already full. Damn. So we were like, well, shit. You know, I was kind of looking forward to that. I mean, yeah. it would have, it definitely would have been way outside my comfort zone, I think, because I'm a very non-confrontational person. But I am a fixer, right? If mm-hmm. someone tells me their problems, I want to come up with a solution, right? Well, so, a lot of times, and I can speak from experience, n- not necessarily in, like, talking someone down. Well, yeah, no, actually, specifically yeah. talking someone down. <laughs> like, Talk, suicide stuff. Right, yeah. Suicide, talking people down from, from killing themselves and shit. Um, you're not really there as a fit. You're there to, like, listen. Be like, hey, man, what's up? you doing why uh why are you trying to kill yourself yeah so but it's i i would that'd be a great course to go to and holy shit would be good for your career the only yeah. bad thing it's like getting traffic investigator where <laughs> i you, turned that down you're yeah, the only one on base fuck yeah you're the only one on base you get called for everything you don't have off days you get no. called for minors would you shouldn't <laughs> Why are you bringing me to a minor vehicle accident? I don't give a yeah. shit if they hit a pole in the in the parking lot of the BX. Why would yeah. I, why do I care? So funny you should mention that we don't call our traffic investigators for minors. We only do it for majors. That was more of an over-exaggeration. How, however, but. okay, yeah, but however, it's much easier now to have a vehicle classified as a major because um they amended the OI to Less state money now, right? that. It's not even a monetary threshold. They didn't change the monetary threshold. No, oh. they just said if the vehicle becomes disabled or totaled. And unfortunately, mm. that means if the airbags deploy. Oh, no. Yeah. Which is everything. <laughs> Almost every so, time. Yeah. Yeah. We've had, we've had two accidents within the last four months that should have been minors. But just because they hit their bumper just right and it blew the airbags... We had to run it as a major. I, I think you guys should have. This is just me it's speaking from a I'm like a like a, maybe managing people kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I'm a big believer in every flight should have something. Every flight should have one, even if it's a trainer. They every do. flight should have a trainer. Every flight should have a, a certified traffic investigator. Every flight should have uh, a crisis negotiator. Every flight should have. That's what I think. At least one, and then back office should have two or three to yeah. fill it when someone's not in there. Right. So it what we did have it to the point where we had I think we had one traffic investigator on every element. So four. Holy shit. I think. Or you maybe it was one fun. maybe it was one one per flight. I can't I can't remember. I all I know is we had a traffic investigator. That's a good course. Element. You can get out and make some good money doing that. That's the problem though. That doesn't interest me in the least. No. And that's the hard part for me when it comes to uh, that is the to go, go worst additional duty. Yeah, by far because it's it's tedious and you have to be exact and precise. And there's a lot of math involved. Mm-hmm. And I had this conversation with my with my soup during my midterm ACA. Um, I I told him straight up as Hey, listen, I want you to keep pushing me for all of these courses because I know you as a good supervisor are setting me up for my career mm-hmm. by recommending me these courses and also i appreciate that he's recommending me because i know that means he thinks i can handle it which is always nice to right nice to hear. so i yeah it you know it makes me feel good but then when it's a tra- when it's a course that literally does not interest me at all 
like traffic investigator, for example, I told him straight up, no, I don't want to do this. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he pushed me for the crisis management, and I said, to be honest, I'm not really sure about this, but I'll do it because nobody else is volunteering. Also, you never know. You might go there and like, like when I went to non-lethal instructor, right? <clears throat> I wasn't mm, supposed to go. Yeah. One, go to that course. It's fucking all, It's fun. It's such a fun course. You go well, with the Marines were, and the Army. You were underranked at the time, weren't you? Like, weren't they mm, usually was... sending, like, techs and masters? Uh, I, I was a staff, but I was in charge of that por- uh, tra- a portion of, like, the, the intro program right. at the time. So, um, we needed, generally, a staff. It's about good. Mm. I was in a dub-ish, a tech job, kind of, but not really. Gotcha, um, gotcha. I think they hired a tech in after me, but... Uh, oh, that's how you told me about that. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, but um, but no, that that one's fun. You're with the Marine Corps, you know. Honestly, the most fun part of it was to me, um, you learn right control. Yeah, no, you learn this. So, and at the end, you do this big old FTX too for you to, guys. I don't know FTX is like a giant exercise, field, uh, field training, training exercise. exercise. Yeah, so it's yep. it's a giant like simulated event, mm-hmm. but you utilize all of the things that you learn. So your OC you try to make it as true to world as. As mm-hmm. they possibly can. Your 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 pepper spray slash O C mm-hmm. spray. Um your ocular hailing devices. Um your, your what? Ocular hailing devices. So lasers for eyes. Your oh. audio uh auto, audible audible hailing devices or uh audio hailing devices, one of those two, but gi- basically giant it. speakers that'll fucking if you put those bitches on, do they they hurt. Oh, they hurt. They do like frequencies and, and stuff. Yeah. Um, we had, uh, sting ball grenades we threw, um, oh, sting balls, man, those dude, hurt. Those bitches hurt. I had one, yeah, I was do. standing when we were doing the, the main training, I was standing over talking to an instructor and someone threw a sting ball grenade and we're, when you do it, you're, you have shields in front of you and people in front of you are holding a shield, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, riot shield. And you're throwing it over a shield wall yep. of people in your class. So if you don't make the throw. And it goes down by the people in front of you. Guess who's getting hit by sting bug grenades? Oh. Yeah. Thankfully, it didn't happen to us. But someone threw it. They threw it a little short. And how a sting bug grenade works is it's a rubber bottom piece and a rubber top piece. Mm-hmm. Right? All the balls are in there. And then it spins. When it goes in the air, when it explodes, the rubber pieces um, blow off the uh, top and bottom. And it shoots the, uh, right. the rubber balls everywhere. So the bottom... Go shooting off. I'm sitting there. I look just out the corner of my eye, and there's this big black object coming at my face. Wasn't a dick. Crazy. <laughs> <laughs> and, and it smacks me in the face. And I was obviously Air Force there, right? It's Marines and Army. Uh, I don't think there's any Navy guys there at that point. So it smacks me in the face, and I have to be like, like stone faced. I didn't want the Marines and the Army to know that it fucking hurt. <laughs> and the guy that was next to me was the Air Force instructor, and he laughed. And he was like, that hurt, didn't it? I was like, yeah, they're pretty bad. <laughs> got, got the tear flowing down the inside of your nose, and <laughs> yeah, but no, the the riot control exercise at the end was really cool. Riot control techniques were cool. Um, mm-hmm. OC tasers, fun formations, formations with the shields and everything. You do like you do this. Uh, I'm not gonna go in too depth on the on, on the course, but you're running around, um, not towards the final FTX, but towards some of your evaluations. Um, and you go into a building, and there's people in the big suits. Like the sumo suits, the, but the big the, old red man, the red man, but the taser ones. 
So you carry a taser and an OC spray on you. Mm-hmm. Um, and the taser have the training rounds in it, so they don't pierce skin, but they'll pierce right. the suits. Um, so you go in, there's two people, you have to like just do a situation, um, and then you have a gun, a, a lethal on you, and you run around. Um, then you have to go to a taser section, a, a, a taser um, on a moving target, and then taser on dummies, like real taser on dummies, and then a moving target. And then you go through this whole scenario, but there's another one, a different day. Excuse me, where you have to get your OC cert. Uh, and I'm telling you right now, I'll get tased one million times. I'd rather get shot. I, I <laughs> dude, OC sucks so much balls. So you're in line, right? I try to get to the front of the line because I didn't want to go last. Right. And uh, they have these young Marines that are waiting to go to their first uh, duty station. Um, and they are our takedown dummies. As in takedown dummies, they taught us these uh, control techniques to take people down and, and yep. manipulate them and all everything. But before we do that, we stand and they spray you. A spray Just is a supposed sh- to be... Oh, right across what, the eyes. That's what it's supposed to be. No, no, they no. They go no. nice and slow. They go... <laughs> oh no dude <laughs> they get you they get you oh. real good and they're before that they have a fogger which is like a big looks like a fire hydrant a big fire hydrant actually kind of looks like a big propane tank and they're shooting in the air above us so we're all kind of coughing before right um so Spicy air. <laughs> i get up they get me in the eyes uh <laughs> i i open my eyes i go this isn't too bad i shake them no it goes into my eye a little bit. I was like, oh, fuck. I go, I take this kid down. I'm like, uh, put my arms around and, and take him to the ground. And when I dip my head, it all goes into my eyeballs. So I'm, I'm, I have, you have to do like four techniques or something. So he, then he gets up, we do another one. And he gets up, we do another one. Then he gets, we do another one. And now I'm like, motherfucker, God, fuck, shit, fuck. Right. And, <laughs> So I'm running, and you have your web of profanities. Then you, then you have a baton. You have to do a baton. You have to do baton strikes on on two people. Uh, baton takedown, I think maybe at the beginning. Yep. Uh, and then you have to do. You're running. You're sprinting, right through this course, and it's probably about uh, fifty yards, fifty to sixty yards long. So you go to your baton thing against two guys. You don't have the baton thing. You have to do a taser. You don't have the taser. You have to go to an OC station. And then at the end, you have to do a shoot, no shoot. And it's all timed, isn't it? It's all timed. And you can't fail any of it. Yeah. So, which, I mean, shoot, no shoot at the end, that's pretty serious, right? And especially Uh, if you can't see. You can't see. You can't hear. Like, for some reason, all of your senses are gone when you get OC spray. It's the worst. Um, Yeah. It was. That was. But it's a a really. That sounds like hell. It's a really fun course, other than that. It's in. uh, not too far away from you in Missouri. Fort Leonardwood? Yep. Yeah. Yep. But yeah, I mean, I, I can imagine that after after you're done with that, you just want something to drink, right? Yeah, I think I do. You just want, some, you just want something to drink? Right? Yeah, something, is that, something is that, is sweet. That work for us? And maybe carbonated. Maybe carbonated. I like that. Not quite as good as our <laughs> not quite as good as our segues last week. But it was but that'll, that'll do. <laughs> let's roll into our top five and this week our top five is our top five favorite soda pop coke uh 
whatever your colloquial term is in your region for a carbonated uh, soft drink. And I'm going to say it's pop because I'm from the Midwest, as you can see by the Michigan I, hat. I am also. They suck ass. And, hey, uh, they won the Big Ten West. They won the Big Ten. Yeah, they won the, the whole Big Ten, yeah. Yeah, twice in a row. Anyway. Fuck you, Ohio State. <laughs> but there are some there are some pops for that, that Michiganders, I think, like. Um, and people in other parts of the state don't. Or other parts of the country aren't as big of a fan, I would say. I'm Probably. not sure if Iowa's like that as well, but. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, well, here's our individual countdowns for our top five personal top five sodas i think did i go first last week you did i'll let you go first this time what is your favorite pop jones i am curious fresca really fresca dude fresca is i've got you a soft and my place aunt, for... you and my aunt suzanne would be best friends dude i fucking she always love had fresca. fresca on hand when i uh I went, it's I like a go... better version of sprite it is and yeah. every citrus drink ever it's, it's, exactly it's the best it is, one yeah. I, when i go down to uh, Texas to visit family. They'd sold Fresca there. Um, Ooh, speaking of drinks, Jones, what are you drinking? Uh, like right now? I, I'm not. I'm not staring at your cock. Oh, I get it. What? Oh. It's a sh- <laughs> a shitty white claw. I'm trying to lose weight. Ugh. Yeah, it's not I've terrible. I've got. Uh, I changed it up. I'm going mixed drink. Tonight. You know what'd be really good in that drink? Some what? Fresca. <laughs> I think that would clash with the orange juice. No, no, no. I'm telling you, make it perfect. We do mimosas with a little bit of... Uh, uh, fresca instead of champagne? No, we do champagne. But I like doing mixed drinks with Fresca. Fresca is good with actually anything. But when I went to uh, Texas to visit, they would have Fresca down there. And I didn't know anything about it until I went to Texas to visit my family. And I yep. came back and got my mom hooked on it. Uh, but I love it. It's so delicious. Heck, yeah. I do agree. Fresca is pretty good. But... It is not better than my number one, which is I need to be general with this one. So I'm going to go with cream soda. Whoa, I thought it was going to be a different one for a second. Nope, nope. Cream soda. Now, I do want to specify. So, Jones, you can put this in brackets right after that. Um, I want to highlight a spe- two specific brands. One is IBC, India Bravo Charlie. Oh, I remember they, you That is. Them. That's the good stuff. Man, I used to go through so much of that. And A&W. Now, A&W is what got me hooked on cream soda. Um, I remember I was 10 or 11, maybe. And my oldest brother, Nathan, was back visiting from college. And um, I remember him having... he No, he took me and my brothers. We went grocery shopping. I think we were grabbing something for mom or something like that. And... Um, on the aisle end caps, you know, they got that small little refrigerator with drinks, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. He bought a cream soda and he looked at me and he goes, hey, do you want to try one? And I thought, I've never tried one before. It kind of sounds weird. What is it? And he goes, it's my favorite drink ever. And I said, all right, I'll try one. And instantly hooked. So it was A&W for a number of years until I discovered IBC. And that is the best. And you used to drink that out of bottles. Every, it, they come in. They come like, in glass bottles every yeah. fucking day. That sometimes we were, I do two a day. That yeah, we were roommates. But up in my eyes, you yeah. had. I went through so many of those, for sure. Now my number two. This is a. There's many reasons for this one. Yeah, many. Um, 
But okay. number one, I'm a Pepsi guy. I love okay. me some Pepsi. Number two, that's how I make my ham. True, but you make that with regular Pepsi. Not I make it with regular Pepsi. Pepsi. But I like okay. the diet because it's not. I, if a drink has too much sugar in it, it fucks me up. Like especially now, I like I get like sugar rushing headaches and stuff. I'm drinking too much sugar. Yeah. But I love me a well, diet. Funny Pepsi. enough. Funny enough. There are no sodas anymore that use real sugar. They all use, they all use aspartame, which is even worse for you than uh, sugar because your body doesn't know how to process it. I think it's diet like the sodas are the worst. The diets use, but regular pops use a uh, sugar. You're right. All the diets yeah, or, use aspartame. Or sugar, sugar derivatives. Yeah. yeah. But no diet. I love diet Pepsi. It goes good with every um, mixed drink you can make alcohol wise. Uh, it's it's a perfect kind of sweet flavor. Um, mm-hmm. Over Coke, uh, but it's a Pepsi is like a Michigan thing too, though. I I don't it know is, why yeah. it's it's a it's a Michigan staple. What about you? What's your number two? Fair enough. All right, my number two is the one that you thought it was gonna be. Yep. It is the classic root beer, and again in the brackets, I want you to put A and W, and Mug. Mm. Not not Barks. I'm not as much of a fan of Barks, but A and W root beer. Well, even actually, you know what? The IBC regular root beer as well is amazing. Um, you know, I I've never yeah. really been so, a big fan of regu- regular root beer. I've been get a fan of, all the of root beer. Never been a fan. I no? have it a root beer float. Delicious. Same yeah. with cream soda. Not a big fan of cream soda. You know why? It's because it's that sweet. Like I talked is about, it with too like sweet a, for it's you? too sweet. Yeah. Yeah. Which is I guess weird. That's fair. Because my number three is Sprite. Right. <laughs> I, now you got you gotta specify it's gotta be McDonald's Sprite, right? Yeah. I don't know what it is about McDonald's fountain fountain drink sprite. It just hits differently. It does. I it's it's so good. Now I, I like those like citrus pops though. Like yeah. the frescas and the and the sprites and uh and a couple other ones. Yeah, I don't know why wrong. they are good. And you know what's real good with like vodka? Mm-hmm. Fucking sprite. You get some vodka cranberry juice sprite. Yeesh. You like the zero sugar shit because we're old, but <laughs> all right. My number three. I'm putting this one up here purely because I couldn't discount how much I drink it whenever I eat out in public. Anytime there is a fountain drink option at any restaurant or fast food place I go to, I get this because it's literally served everywhere. And it is the good old Dr. Pepper. Yeah. Dr. Pepper's pretty good. Dr. Pepper is amazing. And again, it's I I I had to put it up there at point uh at position number three rather than four or five, purely because of how much I drink it. Mm. by volume i drink more of that than cream soda and root beer but that's just because like i said every time i go out to eat it's the fountain drink that's there Mm -hmm. you know what i mean so i'm gonna go i'm gonna gonna do what you did with uh with cream soda and root beer here i wasn't gonna do a specific brand but i but i can't do it i like i really like two brands of this um it goes, You're gonna go with gin, ginger ale, aren't ginger you? Ginger ale. Yeah, it's gonna be Seagram's and then Canada Dry, right? Oh no, Canada oh, did I get Dry. Oh, that backwards. 
Oh, I got that backwards. Uh, we're going to put CD for Canada Dry. Mm -hmm. Oh, Verners? In Verners, dude. I forgot about Verners. I thought you were a Seagram's fan. Seagram's is too sweet. I can't put it. I don't have enough room. But okay. uh, Canada Dry, I'm drinking whiskey. Okay. Um, for the most part. Um, but if I can get some, my hands on some Verners. Oh man, that's a... do they sell it down there in SoCal? Oh yeah, oh yeah. Okay, they uh, so you know how a lot of cultures have their like, like their cure all things. Like some people mm -hmm. they say Vicks cures everything. Some people say X Y Z cures everything. Oh, you know that's how what ketchup was designed to be. It was originally sold as medicine. Huh. Yeah, delicious medicine. Fun fact. Look that um, one up. <laughs> but for ginger ale, um, Verner's is a Michigan. It's a Michigan special. It's used. Mm. It's the it's the go to. Like you got a cough, drink some burners. You got it, you got a, gold a headache, drink some burners. Like it's everything. You got upset stomach, bad drink some burners. And it's that you go to drink it, and it's so carbonated, it like pops in your eyeballs when you go to drink it. See, I yeah, close your yeah, eyes yeah, and drink yeah, yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that is a that is a that is a um, what's the word I'm looking for? Oh shoot, mm, not sure. It's a nuance. That if you don't know, you don't know, and if you do know, you're like absolutely yes. And if you are from the Midwest, you probably know. And if you're not from the Midwest, try it. Try some fresca. Try some I ginger ale. Forgot about. Completely forgot about Verners. Oh, I love okay. Verners, man. All right, my number four holds a special place in my heart because this was a family favorite that we would only ever really use at special occasions and big family gatherings which usually revolved around holidays when my two oldest siblings would come back from college okay the other reason is because um they no longer make it uh i think mm. either fanta or squirt bought the rights to this fucking squirt but it is god about that so good yeah squirt's just oh mad. i love anyway squirt. so my number four pick is Welsh's strawberry soda. Yeah. Or just Welsh's strawberry. Mm. This stuff, and like I said, they don't make it anymore. The Welsh's brand is now relegated to um their sparkling grape juice and sparkling ciders and stuff like that. Yeah. But they used to make a canned strawberry soda. Which I, was the best. I had never heard of that before. That's yeah. I'm a, well, obviously that, can't try it now. Probably Amazon it for forty five dollars a can or something. I don't. I don't even know if you can still find some. I bet you, if anyone has it, it's Amazon. I um, hope so. Echo said his top five were uh, Sprite, Sprite, root beer, beer Coke, boy. Uh, regular Coke, Pepsi, and Mountain Dew. I like the fact yeah. that you have both on there. I was going to say, usually people prefer either Coke yeah. or Pepsi, not now, both, considering I, they're almost exactly the same thing. They're not. It's not even close. The taste it, on those is, <laughs> especially the diets, the taste is. It's like the difference between 2% and 1% milk. No. Or 2% and skim milk, rather. It's Sorry. a whole different. You Pepsi can tastes taste like, the difference, but it's basically the same thing. Pepsi tastes like, like a trailer park. What <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so what does Coke taste like? Like a middle a class campground? middle class suburb. Kinda of boring. But it still tastes pretty good. The trailer park definitely has its place. Pepsi's like a trailer right. park. It's fun. 
But you know, it's oh a, my god, it's a little ghetto. It's a, it's, a, it's a little redneck. That's funny. I used to go to church with people that worked at the uh, the Pepsi factory. Yeah, they were interesting people. Anyway, all right, what you got rounding us off at number five? All right, number five. We're gonna go back to the Pepsi. Okay. But we're gonna do Pepsi Cherry. Ah, dude, Pepsi Cherry. Okay. I don't drink it so much anymore, um, just because it's so full of sugar. Uh, if they can find a, yeah. a diet Pepsi Cherry, that's it's 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 the it's the one for sure, like no doubt, that's better than Coke. So Coke Cherry okay. is pretty. It's all right. Um, vanilla Coke's better than vanilla Pepsi. Oh no, vanilla Coke is horrible. It's better than vanilla Pepsi, but Cherry Pepsi is 1 million percent better than um cherry coke okay that's fair that's fair (laughs) all right my last one i'm gonna round this out um this is i really enjoy this one because um my grandma used to make it every once in a while and each time i went to south america this stuff is everywhere like, it mm. might as well be the national soft drink of South America. It is Fanta Orange. Fanta Orange. Orange Fanta. You want to know something? Oh, no. I don't have Fanta. I have a Sunkist sitting back here. It's Sunkist Yeah, Orange. so sun, Sunkist is knockoff Fanta. Yes. It's what that is. Still yeah. good. But I thought I had a Fanta on me for a second. Sunkist... Sunkist tastes like somebody was challenged to make an orange flavored drink without ever tasting oranges. <laughs> Fanta's pretty that good. That and Sunny D orange juice. Oh, they Sunny D is thing. delicious. I love Sunny D orange oh. juice. Oh, it's so good. It's not orange juice. It's, no, it's, wa- it's, it's orange flavored sugar flavored water. Something. It's, it's something. It's orange flavored sugar water. Yeah. Which is why it's so good. <laughs> you can, like, yeah. in Sunny D, you can feel the sugar going. You know, like down your esophagus, like it's so thick you can feel eat like, uh, like granules of sugar. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, I think I'd rather have the frozen orange puree that you mash in water and turns into orange juice because that's what we used to drink growing up. Oh yeah. You know what I'm talking about? It came in the and it came in the little tubes. Oh yeah. The, right? It was frozen, right? Yeah. The frozen stuff. Oh yeah. That stuff was good. Add it to water. And it's That's what water. I drank for like the first ten years of my life. And if you took a bite of it, breakfast. it's so sour. You ever take it? Yeah. You ever lick it or take a bite? Oh, you'd pucker up real quick. I used to lick the cap after <laughs> yeah. after like mom this? would pop that thing open. Delicious. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> no, it's, it's so good. It's so good. <laughs> and then you'd accidentally right. take a bite yeah, of her. Uh, uh, you'd accidentally take a bite of her uh, her her cooking chocolate instead of regular piece of chocolate. So you I have, made that mistake one time. Me too. Once ever but yeah this is uh this was the old top fives five. you know i felt a little sluggish in that though because we didn't play our word game before this so i think oh you're right how the hell did we miss that back into our um yeah. makes me think of maybe it'll help me out we should, we should just we should just make this its own segment then yeah honestly i, I agree this will be a new segment too all right so, so um i went last all... week so you Yes, you did. So give me a topic. And okay, let me let me explain how this game works for those of you who may be listening or watching for the first time. Uh, Jones is going to give me a person, place, thing, some sort of topic, and I will then 
say three things that that makes me think of all stream of consciousness first thing right off the top of my head so if jones says so if drums, i say if i say phone makes phone, me think okay. of screen phone. makes mm -hmm. me think of uh light now okay. larry will oh you gotta do three things that's why i just said phone screen light no phone was the initial one for me yeah oh well, so anyway. i said three <laughs> yeah so uh jones go ahead and start it off for you give me my first topic um round makes me think of gun no no, no, no. jones you completely forgot how this works you got to give me a topic no i, I do i things. do three and then you and then the last one's so gonna be based on it's that's be based on something that that's, the other person gives you yes which is the last one that i say this is exactly what we did last week and the week before this you have to start it with a single item, though. I, yes, you did it last week, just like this. No, you gave me a topic to no, start. No, I didn't. Yes, you did. Yes, you did. All right, Chad, roll back the tape and then just tell me I'm right, because I know I am. Right. I remember it so vividly. Dirt. 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 Okay, so that's what you're giving me. Yeah. All right. So dirt makes me think of. Uh, mud, which makes me think of uh, riverbeds, which makes me think of um, the woods. The woods make me think of animals, which make me think of hunting, which makes me think of dawn. Dawn. Ooh, dawn makes me think of uh, uh, chilly weather. Chilly weather makes me think of fall. Fall makes me think of leaves. Mm. Leaves make me think of October, which makes me think of Halloween, which mm. makes me think of candy. Candy makes me think of stomach aches. Stomach aches makes me think of Sprite, actually, because we used to drink Sprite when we get stomach aches. And Sprite makes me think of McDonald's. Because mm. McDonald's Sprite hits better than any other Sprite. McDonald's makes me think of a McDouble, which mm. makes me think of obesity. <laughs> it makes me think of obesity, which makes me think of weight gain. Mm. Weight gain makes me think of health problems. Health problems make me think of... Uh, medicine and medicine makes me think of pharmaceutical companies mm. try not to get political for a second <laughs> <laughs> pharmaceutical companies make me think of commercials which make uh -huh. me think of statistics and because... one more thing oh which makes me think of corruption Corruption makes me think of uh, government, <laughs> which makes me think of the current administration, which makes me very, very angry. Very, very angry makes me think of secret documents, <laughs> which makes me think of <laughs> which makes me think of uh, unequal treatment, which makes me think of hypocrisy. Okay. Hypocrisy makes, funny enough, makes me think of the current uh, speaker of the, uh, no, 
what's the 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 press speaker? Oh yeah, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. What's what's your title? It's, I don't think um, it changed out every two weeks, so I have no idea. Anyway, makes me think of that, which makes me think of liars, which makes me think of uh uh shit. What does that make me think of? Children. Children <laughs> make me think of Joe Biden, <laughs> which makes me think of <laughs> which makes me think of sniffing hair, which, oh. makes, which makes me think of <laughs> <laughs> and that's where we'll end it. All right, <laughs> Joe doesn't get political now, but it's too easy. That was hilarious. I just want to say, (laughs) (laughs) oh, God, that was good. All right. Next is is going away from what that was. Uh, The opposite of we're going to go into the hero of the week. Now, I don't have a picture uh, of this individual and I'm going to do a little bit of reading, but not a whole lot of reading. Backstory of this. um, This is in Boulder, Colorado. Excuse me. There's a 911 dispatcher. Uh, Keith Weisinger, um, who got a phone call from from a woman uh, trying to order pizza for herself. I've heard of this story. So I'm going to read a little bit of transcript. So uh, the transcript follows. Now, what's your emergency? This is this is all a Keith. Um, She says one, two, three Main Street. I'm sure there was an actual address in there. Uh, what's going on there? I'd like to order uh, a pizza for delivery. Ma'am, you reached 911. Yeah, I know. Can I have a large half pepperoni, half mushroom, and peppers? Uh, sorry, you know you called 911. How long do you think it'll be? Okay, ma'am, is everything okay over there? Do you have an emergency? Yes, I do. And you can't talk about it because there's someone in the room with you? Yes, that's correct. Do you know how long it will be? I have an officer a mile from your location. Are there any weapons in the house? Nope. Can you stay with me uh, on the phone with me? Um, nope. See you soon. Thanks. So the whoever this this female was, it doesn't it doesn't say um, was getting abused by uh, her her husband or wife or whatever it is nowadays. Whatever and the dude was that was living in the house. Now there. was this dispatcher maybe a little dense towards part of it? Some may think maybe, but also. How many people prank call nine one one, which is a felony? So don't do that. Um, yeah. But what a what a great person to, to well and brilliant to pick up on it and to not ask uh, questions in a way that she would give it away, exactly. which which is great. Um, dispatchers don't get. We've both done mm-hmm. the equivalent of dispatch uh, in the military side, and dispatchers don't get enough credit because I mean they're the they're controlling a lot of shit. Um, and they're, they're unsung heroes for sure. So Keith, I'm not going to give you the big balls of the week, but I'll give you the fucking giant brain of the week. There you go. Big brains, big brains, big brains for being able to figure that out. And you know who had a lot of big brains people in history. Sometimes. Yes. Good segue. Yeah. All right. So this is my uh, on this day in history segment, which you which usually now turns into like on this on this week. So I'm doing uh, January 12th through the 15th. 
And speaking of big brains, the uh, featured birthday today, January 12th, 1737. One of our founding fathers and the man known for putting a massive signature on the bottom of the Declaration of Independence. You know who I'm talking about, Jones? His name has become synonymous with signatures. Old John Hancock. Good old John Hancock, born on this day, 1737. Yeah, in Braintree, Massachusetts. How ironic. <laughs> and the featured event of today, uh, this is back in 2010, the 7.0 magnitude earthquake that devastated Haiti and especially Port-au-Prince. Jones, you remember this? We were in high school when this happened. Oh, yeah, I remember it uh, yeah. vividly, actually. It killed more than 200,000 people and left more than a million homeless and touched off one of the most massive international relief efforts that we had seen in recent history. Uh, let's see what else we got. Um, going back to 1971, the groundbreaking television series All in the Family debuted on CBS. This was one of the first sitcoms that took a frank and sat satirical treatment to sensitive, important uh, home and economic and sociological issues. 1971, it debuted. Go back a little further. 1969, uh, American gridiron football quarterback Joe Namath led his New York Jets to a 16-7 win over the favored Baltimore Colts in Super Bowl three. Wow, that's crazy. Super Bowl three, 1969. Oh, this one. I used to watch this when I was a kid. Um, in 1966, the live-action TV series Batman premiered on ABC, uh, featuring Adam West and Burt Ward. Adam West as um, Batman and Burt Ward as Robin. It also featured Caesar Romero as um, the Joker in that breakout role. I remember being gifted a movie based on the TV show for a birthday back when I was like nine or ten. Used to watch the shit out of it. It was great. It was so cheesy. Like, oh my word. Like, bordering campy. Um, but yeah, uh, 1964, Jeff Bezos was born. The founder of Amazon.com and currently the richest man in the world. Uh, another birthday of note, 1951, the American radio personality and author Rush Limbaugh. Uh, conservative radio host on WHO News Radio. My dad used to listen to him all the time. Uh, he was born on this day, 1951. Going back a little further, 1932, Hattie Ophelia Carraway became the first woman elected to the U.S. Senate. So good on her. Uh, let's see what else we got. Going back even further, past the turn of the century, 1879, the Anglo-Zulu War kicked off between the British, who fought over control of Zululand in eastern, what is now South Africa. And let's see... 1773, the oldest public museum in the United States was established in Colonial Charleston, South Carolina. I need to do some research to find out if that's still around. But that would be really cool, because not a whole lot of buildings are still standing that are that old, especially in this country. That is it for 12 January. Moving on to 13 January. <laughs> a little bit more recent news. Uh, tomorrow, back in 2021, Donald Trump became the first U.S. president to be impeached twice both unsuccessfully uh the second impeachment was 
due to his, quote, incitement of insurrection for allegedly encouraging his supporters to storm the Capitol in what became known as the January 6th riot or January 6th um, insurrection. Is what the, you, the press the press loves to dub that. Did you hear today the uh, the Speaker of the House, right? Well, what's the Senate version of that? That Pelosi used to be. Uh, whatever it is. Yeah, that was the Speaker. Yeah. Yeah. So the Speaker came out, the new one, and he said he wants McCarthy. to McCarthy. He wants to release all of the um, footage mm-hmm. from the January sixth. Yeah, which for, would for better show or for worse. Pelosi- which would show Pelosi, Pelosi intentionally lowering security and hiring her own private film crew to follow her around all day. Possibly. Yeah, What's she's the... totally expecting an insurrection and violent terrorist actions to happen I'm instead ex- of what it ended up being. I'm excited anyway. for it to happen, hopefully. Oh, I'm yeah. Uh, back in 2012, the Costa Concordia, which is a cruise ship carrying some 4,200 people, ran aground and capsized off Giglio Island, Italy. 32 passengers were killed. I have never heard of that. I can't believe it because I used to watch, I used to follow the news pretty carefully back when I was in high school. Never even heard of that one. Uh, let's see. Ooh, this is a good one. 1968, American singer and songwriter Johnny Cash recorded his album Johnny Cash Live at Folsom Prison album, which I think ended up being one of his most popular one. Uh, that included songs like the Folsom Prison Blues, which are absolute American icons in music. Uh, He performed in front of a prison audience of some 2,000 inmates at California's Folsom Prison. That was uh, January 13th, 1968. Uh, 1942, American industrialist Henry Ford patented plastic automobile construction. Very interesting. Michigan, fuck you. yeah, I was going to say, he uh, he revolutionized the auto industry as we know it today and now creates some killer-ass trucks, one of which I own. He was the the first one to really put the assembly line on the map. Ish. Yeah. yeah. Oh, gosh. Merce American. Absolutely. And um, 1808, Salmon P. Chase, the Secretary of the Treasury during Abraham Lincoln's wartime cabinet, and sixth Chief Justice of the United States Supreme Court was born. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, but is this the same Chase that now, whose family owns Chase Banks? Who was who that again? I'm sorry. Salmon P. Chase. Salmon was, like uh, salmon or salmon like S-A-L? S-A-L-M-O-N. That's how it's spelled. I don't know if he pronounces it salmon or salmon. or I, Originally, when I read it, I thought it was Solomon. But... Or Chief Justice. Yeah, from 1861 to 1864. Oh, sorry, no, he was he was one of the chief justices from 1864 to 73. But either way, he was born in 1808. Moving oh, on to here, here's your the answer to your question. In 1955, uh, this is the Chase Alumni Association. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chase Bank Manhattan to form Chase Manhattan Bank to honor. Uh, Solomon P. Chase for introducing the modern system of banknotes he depicted on the $10,000 bill. So it wasn't ah. his, but he was honored with the naming of. Gotcha. A great honor, I'm sure. All right, moving on to January 14th. The featured event is 1900, right at the turn of the century. This is right up my alley. Jones, this will not be up your alley. 
the premiere of Giacomo Puccini's opera Tosca. Uh, it premiered in Rome's Costanzi Theater on this day in 1900. It is a psychological drama of deceit and doubt. It's incredibly well done. Jones, do you remember um, the second Daniel Craig James Bond, Quantum of Solace? Is that the one where you're jumping on the rooftops? Uh, and, like fighting a helicopter or some shit? That was the third one. That was Spectre. Uh, the one before that, that takes place in the Bolivian desert. I barely remember, Any, yes. Anyway, um, there's, a, there's a scene where he's uncovering all the bad guys who are at a secret meeting, but that secret meeting is at a showing of Tosca. Interesting. So, yeah, fun little bit of, bit of trivia for you there. Uh, let's see what else we got. Ooh, back in 1970, Diana Ross and the Supremes staged their final concert as Ross subsequently embarked on a solo career. Beautiful ladies, great music back in the 70s. The Supremes, look them up. Not to be confused with the shitty clothing brand Supreme. <laughs> or PewDiePie's Supreme. Yeah. His, his meme Supreme. Now, this is back where... Pretty ladies made pretty music, and it was great. Um, 1954, blaze, blaze ball. baseball player Joe DiMaggio and actress Marilyn Monroe married in City Hall in San Francisco. Good for him. Yeah. Um, 1941, famous American actress Faye Dunaway was born in on the 14th of January, 1941. Absolute class act. Uh, what else we got? Uh, 1784, the Continental Congress ratified the Peace of Paris with Great Britain, which recognized the independence of the United States. So, that officially ended, or it officially recognized the independence of the United States. Slightly different from the Declaration of Independence. What was, um, what was last, was it last episode or the episode before? Where there was also that was I oh, think that, it was, was that the Civil War? Yeah, it was eighteen oh eight. Was the uh, the original attempt at abolishing the That's import right. of new slaves? That's yeah. right. So seventeen eighty four, Peace of Paris, uh, which apparently didn't last long because then the War of eighteen twelve happened, right? Um, yeah, and let's see. All right, last day. And the reason I wanted to stretch it to January 15 is because January 15, 1929, was the birth of Martin Luther King Jr., the great leader during the 1960s uh, civil rights movement. Um, he was assassinated, unfortunately, most likely by the CIA. <laughs> uh, but yeah, his birthday was January 15, 1929. Um, and the other featured event for this day was the British Museum was open to the public. Established by an act of parliament in 1753, the British Museum, which counts amongst, among its world-renowned antiquities and archaeological holdings, um, the Eglin Marbles and the Rosetta Stone, and also a whole bunch of other pillaged and plundered loot from around the world, uh, it opened to the public on this day in 1759. Really cool. Also, I want to highlight what happened in 2009 
U.S. Airways Flight 1549. Jones, you know where I'm going with this? Uh, they made a movie about it a couple years ago starring um, Tom Hanks and Aaron Eckhart. Oh, uh, the one where he lands in the, the river? That's right. U.S. Airways Flight 1549, piloted by Captain Chelsea Sullenberger, also known as Sully, landed in the Hudson River after the plane flew into a flock of Canadian geese. Those Canadians trying to assassinate... The Canadians. The Canadians. Uh, he struck a flock of geese shortly after takeoff, resulting in severe engine damage to the plane's engines. They actually lost both engines at, like, maybe 2,300 feet, something like that. Um... They had to crash land into the Hudson. Now, keep in mind, this was only eight years after the September 11 attacks, right? So New York was barely recovered at this point, if that, if at all, you know, recovering from the psychological scars of the September 11 attack. And then all of a sudden they see another low flying plane. That's... Can you, can you imagine how freaked out people would have had to be? It, like, it would have been ridiculous. It's like ripping a scab off of a fresh wound, you know? But, um, and there's a great movie that they made called Sully. I mm -hmm. highly recommend people watching this. It's great. But uh, the plane landed in the Hudson River right next to New York City and no fatalities whatsoever. Zero. Zilch. Nada. Bupkis. Sully saved everybody. And it's great. Uh, let's see. Oh, 2001, Wikipedia was founded. The high school and college student's best friend for last-minute research projects. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see. January 15, 1974, the American television series Happy Days uh, premiered on ABCs. Or ABC, rather. Never saw that one. Uh, let's see. Oh. Um, January 15, 1967, the very first Super Bowl game was played between the Green Bay Packers and the Kansas City Chiefs. Packers won by a score of 35 to 10. Here's another funny thing. The original tape for original Super Bowl one doesn't exist anymore. It was recorded over. It was recorded over. That's right. Yeah. So I don't, I don't think any footage of Super Bowl one, any televised footage of super bowl one actually exists i think there was some private footage taken potentially um don't quote me on that you but know, I, did, some bullshit. I did read that what the, the year before I, that the packers won yeah, no, the, the year before that they made it the super bowl guess who won the lions I'm the guessing. lions <laughs> that's funny all righty <laughs> this is funny January 15th, 1919, a storage tank in Boston collapsed, sending more than 2 million gallons of molasses flowing through the city's no north end. It was known as the Great Molasses Flood. <laughs> it was a sticky situation. It was a sticky... <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That's my kind of joke, Jones. I'm rubbing off on you. I love it. That was great. It was a slow oh, response, and too. It also killed 21 people somehow. It's, that's how the fuck that's I don't know they I, I'm sorry but they were they, they must newborn have been babies? crushed under the storage they must have been crushed under the storage tank I don't know that's the only uh, way it or it's like it. that video in, in Deadpool when he he runs over that guy in the Zamboni 
Yeah. Exactly. You're about to be killed by a Zamboni. Oh, in mercy. 10 minutes. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. And, uh, oh. Um, January 15th in 1870, the donkey appeared as a symbol of the U.S. Democrat Party. Yeah, and somehow they ran with it. And how Never. appropriate, because they're all, because they're all jackasses. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Forever cementing the legacy. Yep, forever cementing the legacy. And that is on your week in history, January 12th through 15th. All Thanks right. for turning in. We'll see you next time. That was a big one. There was a lot of news this uh, week. There was. There was a lot of good ones. I was going to stop at 14, but then I didn't want to leave MLK hanging. Yeah. Yeah, you don't want to do that. Very unfortunate. Um, poor choice of words. Sorry. Yeah, I was going to That was intentional. I was going to make a joke, and then I was like, ooh, ill timed oh, and horrible. <laughs> so was his death. Yes, it was. Um, Thanks, yeah, yeah, you're killing so. everybody. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They just declassified documents basically stating that they killed JFK, too. I saw that. Isn't that crazy? You well, know, it's not really that is, crazy, but. No, I'm not surprised in the least. No. I'm not. And everybody already knew it. Like, it was one of those things, like, we knew it, we just couldn't prove it. Yeah. Echo said it was a good joke. I appreciate you, Echo. Thanks. That's all, that's, hey, that's, you know what, that's all the vindiction I need. (laughs) (laughs) Speaking of vindiction, um, these people in the next category don't get a whole lot unless it's from laughter. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I wish they, I wish they could. Unlike me, the Dharma Awards. They don't get a do-over. <laughs> they do not. <laughs> <laughs> they don't hey, get a do-over. You know what? I, I think you went first last week. I'll go first. Uh, All right, I'll go, go first this week. It. So, I like the title of this one. Oh, hold on! Before we before we get into it, the Darwin Awards. For those of you who don't know, if you're tuning in for the first time, the Darwin Awards are an unofficial kind of satirical award given to people who have either killed or seriously injured themselves doing stupid stuff stupid like stuff that makes you think why you know like the Come guy on, that man. tried to the guy that tried to plank on the railing of his eight-story apartment building and fell off and died the guy right? that tried to charge his jet ski in the water and fell yeah. off and electrocuted himself <laughs> that's hilarious yeah those are the kind of awards we're talking about so uh we've decided to do two apiece this week yeah yeah there there's a, a plethora of dumb people in the world absolutely thankfully and sadly at the same time um the amount of darwin awards that are given out is not infinite no kind of is but um one of these these uh extremely hyper intelligent people for sure definitely wasn't sarcasm there um so this guy was uh right at snowmobile right oh 43-year-old Fairbanks man, Walter. Um, So he's going up and he's doing uh, a trick called high marking, right? It's basically where you go up the side of a mountain and you go as fast as you can over uh, and then try to follow the the snow down. Basically causing an avalanche. So so he does it once, causes an avalanche. Says, Mm -hmm. you know what? Not good enough. Does it again? No. Tries to ride the avalanche. <laughs> tries to get caught up in the avalanche the second time. He tried to ride the avalanche down the mountain. Tried to ride the avalanche twice. 
Not not once. Twice. The first oh time the big man was like, that was pretty cool. The second time he was like, Alright, motherfucker. You're an idiot. <laughs> You're an asshole. Come ass. up here and come up here and tell it to my face how you did it. He's an asshole. <laughs> by the way, skip, I'm almost out of drink, so I'm gonna need to take a break here shortly and right. go uh make another one. But yeah, alright, so he I'm guessing he suffocated in the snowdrift. Oh yeah. It says uh he went the revving up down the hillside, triggered a second, swept him down, and killed him. Not the way I would want to suffocate. No, die. that is that'd be no. in a big old pair God. of bitties. T- tiggle, tiggle bitties. <laughs> tiggle bitties. If I'm suffocating on something, or, or some thighs, gave me some chest pillows, <laughs> some chesticles. <laughs> well, All right, kill me every day. <laughs> All right. So my first uh, Darwin Award submission is from a guy in Utah who's a uh he's a skydiver right and he was trying to come up with a softer way to splash down which is to land in water right he had a theory that he wanted to test he went out there and testing it he tested it the jump went well the shoot pole went well the landing went well but that's when it all went very wrong he couldn't get out of his harness and his shoot got waterlogged, caught in a current, and drowned him. <laughs> yeah. Isn't that parachuting 101? If you're landing in water, you get out of the harness as quick as possible. Yeah. So that doesn't happen. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Very unfortunate. That would be a shitty way to die. What was the name of that one again? Uh, It doesn't have a name. Oh, okay. Why? I have one pretty similar. Oh, no. <laughs> So this one's called the Niagara Falls Jet Ski Jumper. I love the title already. <laughs> so this man thought, great idea. Um, he's <laughs> he's going to take a jet ski, right? He's going to put a rocket booster on the back of his jet ski. He's got a what? <laughs> a rocket booster on the back of his jet ski and a parachute. Um, oh, that's amazing. And he's going to jump Niagara Falls. Well, this fine uh, 1995 man listened to to Nirvana and and Evil Knievel. Spots looking at Inc- Evil Knievel. Evil Knievel, I'm sure. He thought it was a it was a great idea to do that. Didn't think about how the fact that a rocket booster in water gets waterlogged. That's it, not where I thought the story was going. And, and uh, apparently fire doesn't work in water. So, no shit. so he's going on his jet ski, goes to goes to light his rocket booster, right? Can't. Mm-hmm. Falls straight down, doesn't pull his parachute for some reason. Well, no, oh, wait, no, I'm sorry. Anyway. I'm sorry. He opened the parachute at the apex of his flight and drifted down safely uh, down. But... um. Was that a Darwin Award? Somebody didn't read but, the whole story ahead of time. Uh, sorry, there's a, there's a little bit. His parachute also got wet, <laughs> so he tried to pull his parachute at the top of the at the top. Parachute didn't want to work, and he plumbed it down Niagara Falls uh, and passed away. He, and he didn't land as softly as my guy did. 
Oh, not very much. There's a lot of rocks in Niagara Falls. I did not know that until I looked at the picture of it. Holy shit. Kind of scary. Also, Echo, yes. If those uh, chest pillows were attached to a, a, a goth girl, it probably would be even better. <laughs> or in Jones's case, a dark chocolate girl. Oh, or a milk yeah. chocolate girl. Hell yeah. Anyway, all right. So, um, my other one. Let's see. I got to find Hell it yeah, brother. Why not say it can be both? All the best worlds. <laughs> I can't believe that he thought it was a great idea to strap a rocket booster on the back of his jet ski. Yeah. And he wasn't even oh, drunk. Here, here it is. Um, a guy named Wayne of Pittston, Pennsylvania. This is in 1997. He was bitten by a king cobra belonging to his friend after reaching into the tank to pick up the snake. I thought it was going to say reaching climax. <laughs> no. What is wrong with you? He said to reach. He was like, climax? That's, that's weird. Wow. No. No, so he was he was bitten by a, by a snake, by a cobra. But here's... So this isn't unusual, especially for snake owners. You get accidentally <sighs> bitten all the time. This is what makes it a Darwin Award. He said, according to his friend, and I quote, I don't need to go to the hospital. I'm a man. I can handle it. <laughs> he could not handle it. Yeah. I'm a man. No ain't climax no, was reached. Ain't no... <laughs> you know what I'm going to do after this? I'm going to go drink a beer and fuck my wife. No, he didn't do? Nope. Either of those. <laughs> nope. Definitely not. I'm a man. I can handle it. I can handle it. I'm going to go build a fence. <laughs> oh, who's that guy that does the vines uh, about being a man? If you oh. get bit by a snake, don't go to the hospital. Just die. Be a man. <laughs> he's, he's got the depression. <laughs> he's, oh, like, man. he's like, don't seek counsel. Be depressed. Be a man. <laughs> With that Boston accent. Oh, my God. That guy's hilarious. Don't see a therapist. Be depressed. Be a man. Oh, man. Uh, All right. What's your last one? That was it. It was 2-2. Two, two. Oh, yeah. That's right. That's right. And all four of them were dummies. Absolute dummies. But if you want to go grab your drink, I will explain um, yeah. where everyone can find us. Yeah, and you can talk up the game as well. Ooh, I will be right back. Honestly, probably our our favorite two sections of this game are don't get me started, which is hilarious usually, actually every time, uh, and debate this. Um, and then we're going to get into a you laugh, you lose at the end. Now, all of you listeners on Spotify, Stitcher, um, Amazon Music, literally every single place you can listen to music except for apple because they hate my guts and i don't know why uh you can listen to us now our last podcast probably gonna come out on the 13th was it supposed to come out last friday yes did i forget yes so you guys are gonna get a little bit of a treat even though i, I you know i let you sip down and uh and, and wait a little bit i had to get you had to get you to beg a little bit before you got it. Um, you'll probably have two to three days before um, 
each podcast is is uploaded. Now, if you're a listener, I highly encourage you to go to YouTube. I highly encourage you to go to Rumble, whatever one you like. Whatever floats your boat makes your dick hard, right? Or whatever the woman equivalent of that is. Because O'Leary doesn't know yet, but we, we get a sign every time someone loses. Now, I lost last week, so he's going to be sending me a sign for next week. He lost two weeks ago, so he's got my sign now uh, that we hang up in the back, like this one. Um, it's all shits and giggles until someone giggles and shits. And he's got one behind him saying, if assholes could fly, this would be an airport. And he lives alone. Which is hilarious. But I got him, uh, we agree we're going to to amp it up a little bit this time. So, stay, stand by till after debate this for him to open this this sign of this, uh, who knows? Maybe it's, a, maybe it's an anime girl. I don't know. But I'm pretty excited. And there he is. Yeah. All right. I definitely made this one a hell of a lot stronger than the first one. I so. did not talk about how Don't Get Me Started works. Mm. Um, because I was too busy talking oh, about your so sign. Oh, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. I'm pretty excited about it. Got it right here? Oh. Opened it yet? Oh, yeah. I told him to stay by until after debate this so they can uh, learn then the beauty of what I got you. Suddenly, I'm worried. Oh, oh, I'm pretty excited. Shit. All right. So the way Don't Get Me Started works <laughs> is um, I'm going to give Jones a topic. Um, it's supposed to be something innocuous like ice cream or elevators or something like that. But what we've been doing is we've been giving us uh, like scenarios <laughs> or situations. But then I will tell Jones you either love it or you hate it. And then he has to then go on a minute-long rant on all the reasons. Ugh why he either loves or hates that particular item. And we go back and forth. We do one love and one hate a piece. We are also turning this into a official card game. We are. Which be used on uh, family game night, road trips, uh, air travel. All it's going to be is a series of cards that give you a topic, and then you roll a dice to tell you whether or not you either love it or hate it, and then you'll get a little one of those little minute egg timer deals, and you just go. Super low tech, but super fun. Mm-hmm. And um, if you'd like to know how to play it, we're about to show you. Well, the masters are worth. It's absolutely honestly a lot of the times fucking hilarious. Hopefully. So, do you want to go first? Or you want me to go first? I'll go first. Yeah, I'll go first. Give me. Let's do my hate first. Oh, good. What do I hate? I'm glad you asked what you hate. You what know why? Because you absolutely loathe Olive Garden. You motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and also okay. we usually target these at each other. So. Absolutely we do. Good luck. Okay. All right. This is why I hate Olive Garden. For Don't do that. One, it's too damn good thing. It's No, 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 no. It's just another company owned by the Darden restaurants, and they're all exactly the same. Now, I used to work at Olive Garden. I know for a fact that they store pasta in their cooler or in their fridge for like a week. So chances are you're eating week-old pre-cooked and then just recently heated up pasta. The sauce is not that good. I know they try to be family-friendly and everything. Like, yeah, we bring the wine to your... They buy the cheapest wine they can find. It's not even that good. Um, uh, 
shit. Oh, <laughs> uh, shit. How are the breadsticks, uh, O'Leary? The, bre the, the breadsticks are always overdone. Not enough butter and salt. I always have to ask for salad dressing just so I have something to dip it in. It's like, what the hell? Um, they only have, like, two good things on the menu, right? And for God forbid, get a steak there. Ugh. But yeah, Olive Garden sucks. <laughs> you suck, dude. I got a couple good ones this. I got a couple good ones this week. <coughs> wait till, oh. wait till your would you rather? It's gonna be, it's gonna be rough. <laughs> I just had Malibu down the windpipe. <coughs> I love Olive Garden. In uh, fact, what time I is know. it? Shit, they're probably already closed. Yeah, I used to go there often enough, and I would go sit at the bar. And this is here in Derby, right? Where I'm at right now. Um, I would go up to the bar because it's easier to be there by yourself than to try and get a table. And the bartender, he would see me walk in. He would put blue moon in front of me. And then he would just punch in my order. Yeah. That's a good that's how you know that's how you know you're a regular. It's the same thing at beat ups too, which is right next to our Olive Garden. We've got three most, places. Most of the bartenders, the bartender, all the like bartenders don't card me, but two of them have my order memorized. That's yeah. always a great thing when you when you go to a restaurant. Yeah. And they're like, all right, so you're getting this and this and this, and you're like, yep, yep, <laughs> that's exactly what I'm getting actually. Which also says it, bad things about funny. you as a person. I, oh, I don't branch out and try new things. <laughs> me too. I, my favorite restaurants yeah. here, I just get the same thing every time. Yeah, it was funny though. I remember going there on a Friday night like two weeks ago. Um, um, or was it Sunday? It was Sunday because there was football on. I walk up to the crowded bar, grab the last available seat, and the bartender does that thing, blue moon for you. And I said, Yep. And uh, the guy next to me, he's like, Oh, you must be a regular. I said, Yep. She hands me the blue moon and then she, she goes, Do you still want the blah, 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 blah? Blah, blah, and lists out the answer. Is it the uh, wait, order? Wait, is this is this beat ups? Yeah. Is it um, medium wings all flats? Still. It's half medium, half Asian zing. Half medium, yeah. half Asian zing, all yeah, that's right. All flats, extra wet. Yeah. So she rattles Eight this off, later. and then the guy next to me goes, "What the fuck? She knows that." <laughs> he say, "I've been ordering this for eight years." <laughs> Seriously. Quite literally. You could probably go to beat ups and Minot and they'd still know your shit. God, All right. any of those waitresses and Minot still work there. That's kind of sad. But well, anyway. Small town. All right. Do you want your hate or love? You know, just bring, give me my hate. All right. You hate pizza. Son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So you know what? I do hate pizza. And here's why. There's so much arguments about what kind of pizza is the best. When it's really all known that Detroit makes the best kind of pizza, right? That, and you get those those pizzas in, in your school lunches, those little tiny square ones, and they taste like cardboard and, and depression, it right? Cardboard. cardboard and depression with a little bit of sprinkled fake cheese on it. Um, so I don't like it. Also, uh, if I eat too much of it, I get fat. You know what that doesn't happen with? A salad. Lettuce, quinoa, um, all those delicious, healthy things. With a pizza, you know what I can't do? I can't eat just one. It, it sucks you in like a like a like a siren. 
It's like, it's like a siren, a food siren, sucking you in to eat more and more and more and ruin your life and your weight. And that's why I hate myself. That big old pizza. You motherfucker. I love pizza so much. It's it's the, the third greatest food. Ooh, do tell. What's number two? Well, number one. No, since I've been out here, it's burritos. Mm-hmm. I think pizza was number two. And then I got out here and learned that in California, how they cook burritos. So, whew, number one, good old-fashioned burger. What's that Echo does bring up a good good point. You just told me not to use the it's too good, and then you throw in a plug for Detroit style. <laughs> no, I said there was a lot of argument about it. There's a lot of controversy, as some people who say controversy wrong um, <laughs> would say. <laughs> what the hell is that? <laughs> Nobody says it like that. Oh, those people. <laughs> uh, ooh. Controversy. Mm. You know what you eat? New York style pizza, you fuck. Oh, it's the best. It's the gold standard. I like Ohio State and the Packers, you piece the of shit. The gold standard. All right. What mm, is my... Controversy. <laughs> What's my love? You know what your love is? It's a controversy. Because you love, absolutely love running out of gas. Mmm. In your car, not farts. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> I love running out of gas because I love the opportunity to ask my friends for help. I also, because uh, it, it brings people together, right? You, you really cement a relationship with somebody by helping them out in a time of crisis, right? In a time of need, by doing a favor for them. So I like giving people that opportunity and I like giving myself the opportunity to uh, solidify a relationship with somebody, right? And then also if I'm prepared enough to have my my spare five-gallon gas tank in the back, I love being prepared for a situation like that and I could just top off my gas tank and – you know, go. I love using using those new – those new nozzles. Which are which make filling up your gas tank so easy, yeah. So sometimes I just let myself run out of gas just so I have an excuse to use the nozzle. You know what I mean? It's great. I don't. <laughs> I don't know what you mean. <laughs> you know why? Because we were in North Dakota. If you run out of gas in North Dakota in the winter, you're fucked. You're dying. You're gonna die on the side of the road. <laughs> the snowplow's gonna come by, wave at you, and push snow over your vehicle. And you're just gonna die. Yeah. Or God forbid you're not on the shoulder far enough, they're actually gonna run your vehicle over <laughs> into the into the ditch. That's one of my like my fears. Echo said running out of gas is getting to work on challenge mode. You just hope that yeah. you you live uphill. So when you're going to work you to coast. the gas station, <laughs> you put that bitch in neutral and then goes all the way down. <laughs> yep. Oh, I've done that many a times. Many a times. Oh, good times. Alright, what all do right. I love? You love more than anything. <laughs> You love stubbing your toe. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> so I do love stubbing my toe. It's not it's not quite the same level as I love stepping on army men or Legos. <laughs> but man, do I love stubbing my toe. The big man up there knows what I feel. It brings me to who I am as a person real quick. Right, mm. uh, accentuates my language. Um, it, it provides me quick thought um, and, and great description it skills. Le- 
It definitely lets you know if you didn't put the furniture back where it's supposed to be. It does, yes. Um, so organizing my house is always, I'm a single dude, right? I just leave shit all over the place. Uh, and that's my little wake-up reminder every day that that uh, I was dumb the day before. And I need to fix that. So it's it's a real motivator. Um, and if I could if I could step on some Legos into some army men and then stub my toe, you know, my my life would be complete. It's a trifecta. It would. <laughs> Dude, if you stub your pinky toe, fucked. If you stub your big toe, car hurts. If you stub your t- pinky toe, it feels like it breaks every single time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. My old youth pastor at the church I grew up in, his name was Dave Te- T- Dave Tebenkamp. Um, he told a story one time. He was at a youth function, and they were doing the activity. And this was in the fall, right? So it got dark early, but the activity was a scavenger hunt that took you throughout a giant wooded area. They went out to a family's house that owned some land. They'd take the youth group out there. And his job was to hunt down people and make them stub their toe and scare the crap out of them. Like he was the roaming monster that you had to run away from. Right. And at the story that he tells is that he was sprinting through this wooded area, trying to sneak up behind a group of students. And he kicked the stump of a tree that had been cut off at the base. So there was like three inches of stump. Uh He's in full sprint and kicks the stump of this tree. And as he tells it, there are two bones in your toe. Yes. (laughs) He had four bones in his toe. Oh God. At that point broke both bones in his toe from impact fractures. And, uh, and then showed us that during the surgery, they had to take his toenail off. So the big toe on his right God. foot has no toenail and permanent screws. Oh, it's talking about feet fucking me together. up. Oh, I hate feet so much. <laughs> yeah. That's another reason I love stubbing my toe. Fuck my feet. Feet are disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> feet are so gross. Yeah, they just keep me upright, you know? <clears throat> they keep they keep me moving forward. Yeah, they keep my bowels empty because I, I look at my puke. Gross. Ugh. All right, so O'Leary. Would you rather? Let's hear it. <clears throat> I got a good one. Would you oh, rather marry marry a body pillow and have a real girlfriend, or never get married? Oof. So marry a body pillow like an actual weeb and be branded a weeb for the rest of your life. But you but have, a girl- have a girlfriend. But you have a girlfriend. I didn't say there's anything sexual with you because you're probably embarrassed that you married a body pillow or or probably mad. Well, so I was about to ask, can I procreate with my girlfriend? No, because she's too disgusted that you married a body pillow. And why would she be my girlfriend? Money. Tricare. What money? <laughs> Tricare. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Money? Hey, most states, Please. California is six years to live in the same house. Here you go. Okay, so my option is marry a pillow, have a girlfriend who won't have sex with me so I can't have kids, or remain unmarried. Yes. Hmm. Echo said no marriage because he wants to he wants to marry the body pillow and then kick his girlfriend out. Oh man. That's a rough well, one. Okay, okay. Well, so here's the thing. 
I love when when, when we like Mar- try to rationalize the yeah, situation. Well, okay, so here, but here's the thing, though. So marriage, at least in my family and to my way of thinking, marriage is a way is a way to foster procreation, right? Having kids, um, being fruitful and multiplying, mm-hmm. as is my family's way. Um, if that girlfriend is not going to bear children with me, bear my kids, whether through marriage or not, I would assume, so, which means then that both options include not having kids. Yeah. Yeah, fair enough to say? Fair enough. Okay. Because then you would not want to have a kid out of wedlock. I would not want to have a kid out of wedlock. Correct. Which means that if that's the option, I would choose to remain unmarried and not be branded as a weeb. (laughs) Yeah. All right, we're back. Sorry, peeps. Fucking computer keeps restarting for some reason. Did it again. It's been like three episodes, like three episodes in a row. I think so. Yeah, something like that. Just all right. Computer. Do you want to? Uh, can you reshare your screen with me, please? Yeah, give me one sec. So we can we can get back to uh, <clears throat> back on this back on this gravy train. Back on the gravy train. All right. Yeah. So, um, like I said before, I was so rudely interrupted. I would remain single. So as to not be branded as a weeb. So if you could procreate with your girlfriend, but you're branded as a weeb and have to marry a body pillow, what would you do? I'd take that option. Because societal branding means nothing. Oh, no, it'd be kids branding. You're the you're the dad who married a body pillow. Forever. They don't need to know that. They don't need to know that, and I don't need to flaunt it. Oh, Oh, they're gonna find out. There's no way that someone doesn't know that you married a body, but they're gonna go, Mom. They might find out when they're like 18. Mom, why don't you have a ring? Mom, why does Dad's pillow have a ring on it? <laughs> Got and they don't need to know the answer. They don't need to well, know the answer. Well, son, because your dad likes to fuck pillows. Oh, is it a pillow with a built-in flashlight? Like, what the hell? Yeah, it is. Yeah. <laughs> well, gawk, gawk, it's, AI, it's a AI generated too, so it moans and stuff. <laughs> so I would obviously take the pillow and kick the girlfriend out. <laughs> <laughs> if it's AI and everything. Lonely. I'm Mr. Lonely. And I have nobody at for peace my heart. Forever. Sorry. At peace forever. I'm just kidding. I definitely just hit that note, by the way. You did. <laughs> All right, what's my what's my would you rather? All right, your would you rather is Let me pull it up real quick. All right. If you were I yourself, would you rather shop for sex toys or lingerie? I'm by myself. You are by yourself in a busy store and it is it is either a sex toy shop or like a Victoria's Secret type deal. And you have to buy something. <laughs> That's a hard one. <laughs> so am I buying for somebody or is it just me? How will the other customers know? Well, I'll I'll say the the less weird thing somehow is to go to the sex shop. Because <laughs> a man in Victoria's Secret shopping for himself is way more weird. 
than a man in a sex shop shopping for sex toys. I don't know how, but they're slightly more weird because that's under the impression. Like, if I went in there, like, I need the quadruple XL. Be like, yo, you have a, you like, you like big women? No. Okay. No, they got to put two and two together. If I go in there, get a flashlight, it's like, well, this guy. Just, just another dude. Like, you could have bought this on, you could have bought this on Amazon. Yep. Like, why are you bothering to be out here in public? Because you got to test them out. You got to take the test run. You know what I'm saying? Oh, no. <laughs> no. Also, there's that where that weird closet in the back that has the hole in it. So, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and the hole leads into the manager's office. Yeah. <laughs> so I get fucked twice. Huh? <laughs> These oh. prices are astronomical. And so's your head. <laughs> and then you find out just how abnormally expensive lingerie is. Yeah. I, <laughs> I so there's um a girl when I first got here, she visited from from up north like four hours oh. away or something. Uh, uh, and she came down here, um, back when I was skinnier and more attractive, right? Just kidding. Um, <laughs> on the skinnier part, actually, you've been more that same part. weight ever since I've known you. Oh no, I'm about forty pounds heavier than that. Whatever. Really? Oh yeah, no, we're, we'll talk about that off camera. That's probably um, why we're only looking at the shoulders up. <laughs> yeah, it's gotten rough. Um, thanks, Echo. It's not. <laughs> This is about as attractive as it gets. It's all downhill from here. Um, so she came up visiting. We went shopping for a bathing suit because she was coming to my family's house to go in the hot tub. Mm. And that was the most miserable fucking experience of my entire life. Shopping in the store with a woman. We were in a bathing suit section. I, I shit you not, the bathing suit section may be as big as this closet. Maybe. But she had to look at every single piece, for every single price tag. 45 minutes. How? It doesn't even take me 45 minutes to go shopping. I don't even think Christmas shopping for me takes more than 45 minutes total to Christmas shop for my entire family. To include wrapping the present. I could go include wrapping the present and going shopping for myself for dinner that week. I, yeah. It, oh, God, it blows my mind. It's, it's the worst activity a man can ever be put through. I am the easiest person to shop for. Birthdays, Christmas. I wear a size 9 millimeter, 115 grain full metal jacket. Hell yeah, me too. <laughs> and me I too. just shot a shit ton of it yesterday and took my supply down to maybe 100 to 200 rounds. Oof. That's barely yeah. enough to fend off of a zombie apocalypse. I know. I've got a couple really hundred. Selective with my shots. Got a couple hundred rounds right there. Yeah. You can't carry much more than that. Otherwise, the California police get a hard on the, for the communist, a dangerous terrorist. The communist people of California. Yeah, I mean the Commonwealth Republic of California. I mean California. Yeah. Anyways, yep. California. <laughs> this is the most politics we've ever gotten in. Well, you know what? Deserved. All oh, right. Uh, the shit's finally starting to kick in. Because I made that one a lot stronger. I mentioned that already. <laughs> <laughs> no, you might have mentioned it when I froze. Um, oh yeah. Okay. So. So now if we're you get into the, the real meat, and potatoes. if you want to explain that, I'm gonna use the restroom real quick. Have fun. Be safe. All right, so <laughs> I can't send a search party for you. All right, so the next uh, topic that we're going to be doing is our weekly debate. Now, we've been randomly debating things uh, basically since day one that we met each other. We met each other in basic training 
at the tail end of February back in 2015. We went to basic training together. And funny enough, I'll tell you guys a story about me and Jones's relationship. In basic, I think we maybe said maybe five to ten words to each other. Like, he was in that half of the bay. I was in this half of the bay. He talked to those people. I talked to these people, right? Um, I'm several inches taller than him, so we were always in different locations within the the um, the formation when we walked. We were in different areas in the classrooms where we sat. Several. We, yeah, we You're like maybe... two inches taller than me. All right. Several. What? I'm tall enough that we never stood next to each other. We never sat next to each said, other. We uh, definitely didn't sleep six, next to each about other. About 6'3". Okay, anyway. Six, Several. <laughs> anyway, um, we didn't really talk to each other at all until the last week of basic training, which at the time they called Capstone Week, yeah. which was a week-long transitionary period where – um, you have to eat ice cream and bullshit. It was weird. It was it was pretty nice. It like we AA went to a lot of briefings. It was it was um, preparing us for tech school. Is what it was. Yeah. And I remember there were three people in my in our basic training flight. It was you, me, and Cam Bryce, yes. who were the only no 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 no. Oh, Those were the three of us flight. who were on the same basic flight. So you, flight. me, and Cam Bryce were on the same basic training flight. So when we got to to capstone week the three of us we were the only three that really knew each other mm -hmm. right so we decided all right we're gonna stick together and then we found out real quick that we're the only three that wanted to do the nightly chores properly and jones everybody. did it too but that's only because he was jones did it with us because yeah and you two you two became friends is because you had the same last name yeah <laughs> he's a good guy but anyway yeah so we really didn't actually become friends until capstone and then tech school mm -hmm. yeah and really and a then, lot more and once we moved to minot we yeah that's because when... yeah that's when it really solidified because um yeah we we were assigned to the same squadron and the same flight when we first got up to minot i do remember that mm -hmm. um and then for the first like three or four days that I was up there, I was in one of the crappy dorms, mm -hmm. and I remember our first shirt came into our FTAC class, not FTAC, our in-processing classroom area, and said, "Is anybody in still in the old dorms?" I raised my hand, and he goes, "Okay, come come see me afterwards." And I came up to him afterwards and I said, "Hey, sir, I happen to know that a friend of mine is in this dorm, these rooms, and I just know that there's an empty dorm room there. Is there any way I can?" Oh, uh, we had remember just move into switch. that room. We just swapped into Tish Singh. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Singh moved out, and you told me, mm -hmm. and I told the shirt. I said, "Hey, this room just became available. Can I just pop into that room?" So then, three hours later, in the middle of the day, I get a text from our sponsor. I forget her name. You remember the 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 lesbian uh, water water wall? water something water wall? Yeah, water wall. See, senior like water wall. Yeah, that's wonderful. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say. Anyway, I remember she texted me randomly and said, "Grab a couple guys. You have an hour to get out of your current dorm room and into this new one." And it it was the room in the quad with you. Mm -hmm. And we were there for two years. Yep, we met Hunt. He's a good good dude. Yeah, I miss Hunt. We became roommates in uh, uh, apartment. Yep. And then we became roommates again. 
another apartment because Hunt moved out with his, uh, yep. his girlfriend and that was a bad breakup. Lived there for a while and yeah, it was a year just the two of us, neighbors of Hunt. And yeah, then it actual was one neighbors. Year, and then it was one year with the three of us. Well, neighbors of Hunt, and then our buddy Belcher moved in next door to us. That's right. He was our so unit personnel. Belcher, us, Hunt, and then we moved and to the other room, building. He was rooming with he was rooming with Inthrath at the time. Hunt was. Remember that? Yeah, Hunt was rooming yeah. with Inthrath. It was Hunt's room, and then our room, and then Belcher and his wife right next to us. Yeah. It was great. We had great fun. Yeah. It was a good time. Remember that one time the Belchers randomly came over and drug us out down to the car. There was hot chocolate in the back, and they said, we're going to go see the Christmas lights in town. I do you remember, remember that? that. That was great. That was fun. And that's how we met. That sounded like a, that sounded like a marriage story. Yeah, right. That whole thing sounded like a marriage story. <laughs> So we met in basic training, and then we... Oh, shut up. We're not gay, okay? <laughs> it's a strictly platonic relationship here. <laughs> no. Uh, military years are good years. Yeah. I would, years. honestly, anyway. I'd probably go back to Minot. If it meant, like, the whole crew would go back together, I'd go back to Minot. So you wouldn't go back by yourself? Fuck no. There's a shithole. No, the town was nice, though. Yeah, but without your friends. Let's like, let's be honest. Do though. I want to be negative 50 degrees and my car almost catches on fire when I start in the morning without friends? Yeah, Fuck let's no. be completely honest here. Let's be completely honest. The reason people don't like Minot has very, very, very little to do with the weather. Oh, that's the only reason I didn't like it. Honestly. Summers are beautiful. There's a nice town. They have the music festival where you get to see good concerts every year. It's mm-hmm. in a decent location. It's a country town, right? We got a college there. Yeah. Decent food. But yeah, the reason people hate Minot has very little to do with the weather. You deal with the weather. Sure, it gets cold. Fine. You got to shovel some snow. Fine. The reason people didn't like Minot is because the mission was rough and the leadership sucked. Honestly, I don't mind the mission. Well, yeah, because we got used to it it's, and it is what it is. If you're, a, if you're easy, like me dude. and you're... Yeah, it is. But if you're like me and you're a shut up and color kind of person, I didn't mind the mission. I liked being able to say I guarded nukes. It was fine. But my gripe was with the leadership. Well, yeah. They, it sucked. Well, it was horrible. Yeah. Which is why I don't think I go back to myself. Flight because... level, at a flight level, not a squadron level. Yeah. At a squadron level, it was great. I, I didn't. I, I honestly love, didn't. I loved both of my squadron commanders. They, they were just really, you know, because what what was there there was a uh, or may or may not have been there um they were just hard on people which maybe shouldn't yeah. have been but whatever but no i if if i lived there as a civilian i don't know if i could honestly yeah because that means you'd probably work in the oil fields not there in james yeah, like town go be a cop there be a minot pd or something mm-hmm. yeah but i'd rather live did. in like somewhere without snow not not without snow. I still want snow because snow. You can't have Christmas without snow. It's weird. Living that out here, true. we have Christmas without snow. It's fucking weird. It doesn't feel right. It doesn't. It's straight. I mean, it's awesome about my family, right? But yeah, like Kentucky gets a little bit. Maybe the Northern Tennessee get a little little bit of snow. Maybe North Carolina get a little bit of snow. Yeah, but not negative fifty. Negative sixty, dude. I remember one day, not not wanting upping you. I just I specifically remember this day, that it was a negative seventy degrees outside. 
And I remember walking outside going, no, the fuck it's not. And instant pain on my face. And then nothing. A- anything that I didn't, that less I didn't, than negative 30 all feels the same. Let's what, be honest. It here. was like, it, you know how like negative 30, like it'll go there and sting a little bit. Negative uh-huh. 70 was instant sting. And then you don't feel anything. Like your it's eyeballs are, your eyeballs are like drying out. Yeah. And then like, you know, the. Uh, all the viewers and everything, you know the the video where they throw the water in the air and it freezes midair. Did that many a times. Like that place is so I remember, fucking cold. I remember taking a pee at a launch facility once when I was a a set team, and my pee froze before it hit the ground. And this <laughs> is coming out at ninety eight degrees, right? My yeah. I watched my pee turn into icicles before it hit the ground. Then you had to flick and it to break the ice off. <laughs> I had, I was worried that it was going to get frozen inside the, the tip. I was also afraid that my balls were never going to come back out of my rectum. They're <laughs> yeah. up it my was lungs. so cold. Sure. They're back up there where it's warm. But do you know what we did do a lot of mine out, though? We, drink a, we drank a lot of beer. We drank a lot of beer, and we debated like a motherfucker. Yes, we did. That was a good segue. Now, generally, when we debate, and we have debated in the past, we very similar views. Um, yep. Like us or hate us, we have the views we have. I don't give a fuck what you think. Uh, and you shouldn't give a fuck what we think. Because you know why? You're a person. It's crazy. You're There's a grown-ass seven adult with billion your own... of us. And yep. we, uh, seven billion people have all differing opinions. Um, unless you're a drone. And you just listen to whatever people tell you to say. Anyways, yep. that's most people. So... This is our topic for today. We are going to do our picks for the most memorable video game characters, either a duo or a trio or whatever. And, Joe, you brought up a good point. Neither of us picked Mario and Luigi, which is very strange. And I... I wasn't that Lo- big Mario of a... Mario and Luigi were... I wasn't that big of a Nintendo fan growing up. I mean, I, I didn't have it, so I had a Game I Boy played, and a Pokemon. I, I that played was it. a lot of it. Yeah, I played a lot of it when I was a kid. Yeah. But when you're talking about characters that made an impact on people to a massive extent at a, at a very deep emotional level, Mario and Luigi were kind of, you know, surface characters. You know, you didn't really mm-hmm. get attached to them. There wasn't a storyline. The there wasn't drama. Oh, Bowser kidnapped Peach again. Oh, well. You I'm know, just saying, it wasn't, she, her and Bowser got something it, going on. They're like, oh no, he kidnapped you again. Come save right. me in four days once he's done with me. Eight worlds later. Yeah. She's four running. days of riding that dino dick. You know? yeah. Anyway, um, but yeah, so we thought... We, She's spinning top. And we fun. also didn't think of like Master Chief and Cortana. Oh, wait, wait, wait. You know? That's, I did think of that. I know, I know. You you mentioned that, but neither of us thought of it as our primaries. Yes, I did. Oh, you did? <laughs> That's what that... I'm going to argue. Is that who you're going to do? Is yeah. that who you're arguing tonight? Yeah, I'm going to do Master Chief oh, Cortana. <laughs> I thought you were going to do Dom and Felix from, from Gears of, of War. War. Well, one. <laughs> Don't you put disrespect on that game. All right. That is a great... No, so storyline-wise, when we were talking... So we were going through this today while I was, I was driving home from base, uh, talking about the debate... We talked about doing like best storyline in gaming. Um, hands yeah. down for me, Gears of War. Gears of War will make you That's cry. That's a great story. It'll make you cry. It, it's 
such an emotional, great storyline. One through especially, three. After especially that, with like, especially with that certain character's death. See, I don't even play, I I played that game on Xbox just because you wanted me to. Mm-hmm. And even then, even I was choking up a little bit because I thought, yeah. damn, when they really did that when the big uh, tie, the big remember the the big uh, Samoan dude. Yeah. When they walk down and he's like, I can't fucking do it anymore. And he blows his head off. You're like, he was my favorite character. <laughs> I know. I know. And then you get attached to another character, blows her head off. You touch another character, dies. You're like, what the fuck? It's like trying to watch the Pacific from HBO. Oh God! <laughs> so, so we didn't end up doing that. Yeah. Um, we talked about some Call of Duty stuff. I don't. Call of Duty is cool to me, but it's not. It's not my favorite. I wouldn't. I wouldn't even put in All top right, five Charles, I'll, let, I'll let you go first, then. So we're gonna do the minute, right? Yep. Let me get that timer up here real quick. So to me, the most influential game in our generation, um, I would say is Halo. Just, just in general, you could mention Master Chief um, to most people, I would say, and Cortana, and they're gonna know exactly what you're talking about. Especially our generation, all the younger generations under us, because they all grew up with brothers and sisters like that are our age that that played that game. Um, even some of our parents, like they know who Master Chief and Cortana are, and they have this like this weird like cool relationship to the whole thing with like an ai and a, a superhuman care about each other and cortana goes through some shit master chief goes through some shit um but they always no matter what um pick each other up and and get whatever the mission they're doing uh, it's basically done. the plot of joaquin phoenix's her movie. but they also kill a lot of fucking things oh like like a lot like Master Chief's a bad motherfucker. So is Cortana. She's a bad motherfucker. So they're awesome. All right. They're world so destroyers. You're, you're arguing for uh, Halo or Master Chief and Cortana. Mm-hmm. I'm arguing that the most memorable video game characters, or at least the, the characters that people loved, like really fell in love with, were the three baddies from Task Force 141. In Call of Duty, I'm talking about your boys, Captain Price, Ghost, and Soap. All right. Now, here's the thing about Captain Price, Ghost, and Soap. Originally, they were the titular characters from Modern Warfare 1, 2, and 3, essentially, which was the number one best selling game for people in our generation. So, people from age 20 up to age 40. There was a massive multi-generational gap where Call of Duty games reigned utterly supreme. And it wasn't so much because of the gameplay and the guns and the maps. That's what Call of Duty and Halo are known for, or that's what they are. But what they were known for were those characters, right? And there are so many people that absolutely absolutely love John Price, Dope McTavish, and Simon Riley, Ghost. Now, I'm going to go over my minute because I'm just going to flow right into this next segment where we just kind of argue. Mm-hmm. Here's, here's why I think they are more influential at a societal level, right? Because they are for three reasons. I got, th- I got three main bullet point reasons why I, wanna, why I think these guys are the best. One, 
the death of two of those characters was so traumatic that they redid the series just to bring those characters back. See what I'm saying? I see where you're going there, yeah. If Call of Duty Modern Warfare 3 stopped, Ghost is dead and Soap is dead. Now, Soap is, I think, one of the more emotional death scenes in the entire Call of Duty series. Every Call of Duty series has characters that you grow attached to and they die and you think, meh. Soap was one of those guys, and especially seeing Captain Price's reaction to Soap's death really guts you. And the unceremonial way that one of the most badass characters in all of COD history was killed, Ghost, that one stings so bad. And it is still talked about in the COD community, in online forums. And it was so much so that when they redid the Call of Duty franchise in 2019, when they restarted Modern Warfare, obviously Captain Price was the, the leading character and they recast Barry Sloan to play him, who and he did a killer job, by the way. Uh, Barry Sloan's adaptation of Price was flawless. But when they brought back Ghost as a DLC character, do you know how many people our age and up to the age of 40 lost their collective minds out of sheer happiness that they were bringing this character back? And to that point, they are still going to continue making Call of Duty Modern Warfare games so that they can continue the storyline of these characters that are so beloved that the community basically demanded this. And here's, the, my, here's my third bullet point, and then I'll hand it over. Call of Duty is so influential, it has its own comic book series. So, if you want to know the individual backstories of all your favorite Call of Duty characters, there are comic book series, and there is also one for each, attached to each individual game. So, uh, uh, the Black Ops series, the Ghost series... Modern Warfare, Advanced Warfare, what have you. They even have Call of Duty Zombies um, comic books. And they've been around since the very early 2000s when Modern Warfare was still a thing. So you're trying to tell me that people who are that influential have their own comic book series, have their own games that were resurrected out of just sheer determination from the community isn't the most influential and memorable game characters? You're out of your mind. I See, rest my is, case. This is where I highly disagree with you. Um... It's a trading card game, Echo? Did not know that. So, I'll start with your last point, and I'll, I'll go into some other points. So, you talked about them having their own comic book series. Mm -hmm. Halo has... Um, they had a cartoon TV series, I get it. Yeah, with Red Team, Blue Team, Caboose. Yeah, those no, funny they, guys. they have more than that. Um, I'll get into that when I talk about them being a cultural phenomena, right? They have multiple book series, which are like legitimately good book books, like the whole uh, the flood um, mm -hmm. sequence in the in the games and everything. There's a couple books out there about the flood. There's one called The Flood, right? Mm -hmm. And it, they're like ridiculously good reads. Um, they have a show on Paramount Plus now with Pablo Schreiber that got canned in their reviews by the way. I watched it, I'll be honest with you. I don't want to ruin. I think even if they made a Call of Duty show, I think it would be shit unless it's directed by I think no, there's a couple directors if, that can get it right and a couple directors that could get yeah. that could get Halo if, right. If they were to do a Call of Duty series and they cast the actual voice and motion capture actors from the games, well they need it a would capture. Be flawless. They need a captured 
actual operators too. It's, it's got to be they real do. operators. Yeah. Oh, I watched. A, sure. I watched a fucking video, by the way, about a Delta guy who became the Call of Duty. Um, Great. He was on He's the guy that taught all the, the tactics and techniques. Yeah. And um a good listen. was there he was there supervising all of the motion capture. Yes. Now, yeah. back to back to the Halo side. So they have a show, um, they have multiple book series. They were when Halo came out, they were such a cultural phenomena that the red scene, blue team thing started, and that's like the beginning of YouTube. Um the government had just like the Star Wars program, had a Halo program where they tested all the weapons, Master Chief's armor to see if it it would work. And now they had that shit. The the Master Chief armor, they have like obviously not that great of it, right? But they have versions of that. Even when we were in Minot, they were talking about people getting that shit. Remember the ODST armor and stuff? Yeah, I remember that. Um Do you do you also know Halo is an acronym for the the base jumping and the the, uh, oh, high altitude, uh, low opening. Yeah, low opening. It's the most dangerous kind. By now, the way. now, Halo for, for the game, obviously about the rings, but yes, it was generally. it was such a cultural phenomenon. It was such a change in what gaming was, in what character development and um, what a storyline in the game was supposed to be. Halo and Gears of War came out like the same time. Um, mm-hmm. Halo, Gears of War, and maybe Modern Warfare One. I think we're like all, the big all of those game series in the early 2000s to mid 2000s. Yeah, they were like the, the first decade of the 2000s. They dominated the game scene 100. percent All th- yeah, all 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 three yeah. like because Halo one through three are great, and then three four three industries took over and, and ruined everything because they suck yeah. ass. Um, but that was Bungie's huge like opening to gaming. Like they that's how they like they got as big as they yeah. are now, but. The reason is the voice acting of John, you know, Master Chief. Um, and the oh, his voice... name's John? I didn't yeah. even know that. Because um, there's episode, there, there's not episode, there's there's scenes like he he's doing something, blows up a ship, and then he's like floating in space. And you can see it with the the iconic, just iconic fucking music. There's no more iconic um, uh, gaming music than, than Halo. Right, the duh, 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 like so. Even the intro. Oh, 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 so he's he's floating through space in like this this slow piano. Um, because you talked about earlier someone dying, right? And this slow piano, uh, going on like like he's like he's dying and about to freeze in space. Um, and then John Master Chief Halo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, his name is I Joe. wish I wish Droid was in here, Echo. He would he would back me up like crazy. Um and but there's there's sequences between Cortana and and Master Chief that are so emotional for storytelling. It's crazy. Like it, that was like the game of my childhood. There was there was a couple games in my childhood and that was number 1 for sure. It's even my brothers um, cause I introduced them early in there and they're, uh, early in age to, to Halo and they've picked up and they, they even know it's like, it's one of the, it is the greatest game possibly of all time. The Halo one through three is the greatest uh, trilogy of all time. And it's because John and Cortana and the storytelling, um, and the campaign and how badass of a motherfucker Master Chief is taking a whole system, not even like 
like whole villages of people. He's taking out whole societies of people. He's going to basically a planet and just murking everybody. And he's tossing Cortana on there. Now Cortana's deactivating um, super weapons made by prophets of that were been alive for thousands and thousands of years, just like this. She's like, I'll fucking do it, whatever. Oh god. It's hard for you're, me to argue because you're I like really getting into the weeds here. I like both sides of this. But Master Chief to me in gaming might be the most influential uh game character since like Mario or Pokemon. I, I really I really do think that. I'm curious. I'm gonna look this up right now. Doom, Doom guy buying an entire dimension of full monster. That's true. But he, I'm curious. Uh, let's see. He's like, uh, oh, what movie was that? There was, I can't remember what movie it is, but the, the actor didn't talk much. Oh, it was um, Nicolas Cage in that, uh, that like five minute Freddy's movie where he barely talked to him. Like every once in a while, that's, that's Doom guy. Not great acting, but man, does he, does he fuck shit up, you know? Or like, like, Gerald Riviar in, in uh <laughs> yeah. in The Witcher. We're not gonna talk a whole lot, but he fucks people up. Okay, so I I'm looking up um Same with Master Chief, top, honestly. top ten best selling games of last year. Doable all time. Right. Last year Halo hasn't come out with the they came out with a game recently. Just like Call of Duty. Call of Duty had came out with um the new modern warfare. But like I said, after Bungie sold off to 343 Industries. 343 Industries destroyed Halo. Yeah, which is the same thing what Sledgehammer did to the Call of Duty series. Yes. They got to a bigger company and then they're like, or another company and said, oh, how about, you want to ruin an entire generation of of people's life? Uh, Here, ruin these games for us. That's what both of them said. Okay, well, I'm not going to look up top 10 best-selling games of all time because neither of our... Games no. are on there. What fucking website is that? Uh, and how much bullshit is it? Is it like IGN? They're strictly going on uh, copies sold. Number ten is Red Dead Redemption Two. Oh, that's a good game. That was a really good one. That was a good uh, game. Uh, number nine, Pokemon Gen One. Oh, nice. sorry. Let me say, um, Red Dead Redemption Two sold forty-six million uh, copies. Pokemon Gen One, forty-seven million copies. Super Mario Bros. 48 million copies. Overwatch at number 7 with 50 million. <laughs> when was this article written? Uh, I'll look here in a second. Mario Kart 8? Huh. Deluxe 56.87 million? You know why? Because Mario Kart's a big... I mean, it's big in Japan and China and number Korea five, too. Number 5 is PUBG. 75 million. Now that game kind of did break the internet. It did because that was the first real like real battle royale. Real battle royale, yeah, sort of the yeah. genre. Here we go, number four. <laughs> Fucking Wii Sports. <laughs> no, that's it, an that's an two point nine million. That's an inflated stat for sure. No, it's not. Fuck yeah, it is. You know why? Because if you bought a Wii, you got Wii Sports. Every Wii that was sold had Wii Sports with it. So that's an inflated stat. Anyway, People are out there buying uh, Wii Sports on themselves. Number three, Grand Theft Auto Five, hundred seventy million. Number Dang. two, Minecraft, two hundred thirty-eight million. Yeah, I guess that makes sense. Number five was a surprise. 
uh, arguably the most timeless video game ever created. Zelda? Ocarina of Time? <laughs> no. Tetris. People bought Tetris? The thing? I don't know. It was for, I just Back thought people day. did it with their, their little, little like... Like Tetris sketch. sits comfortably atop the list of all-time bestsellers with 520 million copies sold. You know why? To the Tetris company. Because that number includes sales across all platforms, with the majority exactly. coming from mobile. Look at what's the what's the highest, what's the hot, the most sold Xbox game? Okay, let me Google that one. List the best selling Xbox game. That's Wikipedia. Best selling Xbox game all time. Uh, a PUBG, 9 million. See, I got one right here that says number one's Halo 2. Number two's Halo Combat Evolved. In all fairness, Halo only has about eight games. Yeah. Six games. Halo has six games and they grossed two billion dollars. Call of Duty yeah. made three three billion with seventeen games. Yeah. And I think so, so there's in, in Call of Duty there's there's a Black Ops had a good storyline. Black Ops had the a great storyline. The original Black Ops. Yeah. The Modern Warfare Two had a great storyline, and obviously the remake had a great storyline. Well, Modern Warfare One, Two, and Three were all the same storyline. Because they yes. all had the same characters. Yeah, but Halo. I don't know, man. Halo one through three, even Reach, but that wasn't about Master Chief. That was a, that was that was a right. It was before Master Chief, basically. But like Halo one through three, when it came out, like it was. Yeah, it was great. But I still have to reiterate like, that the fact that the gaming community loved these characters so much that they regenerated the series if master chief died there would be actual riots in the street i i guarantee i promise you there would be like you know when like famous people die and all these people get on twitter and like act like they give a shit right yeah like oh fucking f's in the chat for blah 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 person right now yes i know that f's in the i know f's in the chats and f's paid respect started from call of duty uh when when uh, uh they died, those two the ghosts died in, in, in them. But if Master Chief ever died, it would be pandemonium because he. I would argue the same for uh Captain Price. If he died, people would just up and quit the Call of Duty series. I'll bet. I don't. Well, he's not the whole series though, because you have extra. He's the titular character though. But not of all the games. Call of Duty's been around forever. I mean, yeah, you had Call of Duty 1, 2, and 3, which World were all at, World War II based. And World at and War. World and... at War came out after COD 4 Modern Warfare. Mm-hmm. But Halo, there is one character in that game. Well, there's two, right? And one of them's an yeah. AI that's with the character. That's that's it. Yeah. So I guess that, that means then there could be something to be said about the Call of Duty series. The fact that there are three distinct storylines... Each that are very much beloved by their respective communities. I honestly think my reference is the only. All have and they all have their own comic book series, like that speaks to a very deep level of how much the gamers and the community love these characters. And again, like I said, no other game in history 
have characters been resurrected and redone purely because the gamers wanted it. Call of Duty did that. And they recreated maybe, Ghost. They recreated Gaz. Maybe both of them died, and they recreated Soap. Maybe it was a money. And they grab. are. And they, well, maybe, and they're going to. No, 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 no. It maybe they said was online backlash. Oh, which turned into oh, I just billions of dollars. But well, of course, the money is a motivating if, factor. But that's if, the same with every game. Why Bungie, do you release sequels? Because if, you think you're going to make more money from it. That's a if, moot point. If Bungie ever went back and made um, a, a Bungie Halo that that coincided with with Halo Three, the end of Halo Three, um, I I bet you would become the most sold game in America. Maybe even in the world that year. Maybe, Easy, maybe, easily. yeah, for that like, year, not sure, even, because there's a ton of hype around it. But not even close. The same thing. The same thing happened with Call of Duty 2019. It had a lot of shit. Though. The exact same thing happened. Call of Duty's had a lot of shit. Advanced Warfare, shit. That was a dark spot. And Black Ops Three, shit. No, Black Ops Three was great. Oh, Black Ops Three was shit. <laughs> they had a crazy storyline, but the gameplay when they revolutionized and very finely tuned the jetpack, it was great. Now, the, the, the two dark spots in Call, Call of Duty's history were Advanced Warfare and um, Actual Turds. Inf, inf, infinite Warfare. Yeah, actual turds of games. And yeah. Halo has those too. Halo 4 and 5 are dog shit games. And Reach and Infinite. Infinite well, is no. just a regur- Infinite <laughs> is a regurgitation and, and polishing of an existing game. That's all it is. Reach was really fucking good when it came out. It and was. It, the, what, was the to- what was the top down? Uh, Halo, Wars. Halo game, Halo, Halo Wars. Wars. That, that one was kind of fun. That shit was actually. fun. I, I liked it. Bit. Yeah, I like the tactics. The tactics. That does that. remind me. There was a game that you and I started playing a while back. That was of that same style. Hold on, let me go into my. Of that same um, style. Damn. I'm like, yes. I it was right the now. top down. I'm gonna find it here. Damn boy! Uh, Holy shit! We started. Ow, we started ow. playing it, and then for some reason, we just stopped. Cramp. Um, I want to say it started with L. Mm, never remember what I'm talking about. But I. Oh, Kill Squad. That's what it was. Mm, yeah, we need to go back and start playing that again. Um, yeah, we should play that one again. I think the three best storylines in gaming. Halo. No, Gears of War. Gears of War. Halo. Call of Duty. And ha- and Call of Duty. Yeah, I I think in that order for me, those are the three best storylines in gaming. Yeah. Gears of War by far well, we are, because in this for the for the purpose of this debate though we are talking about the characters because right? because you're, of the characters ar- though right and you're arguing for Master Chief and Cortana mm-hmm. and again I'm saying that it was way more emotional for <sighs> gamers and they fell in love with these characters so much when when Ghost died when Soap died, those were the climaxes of their respective games, were the deaths of these characters. I get what you're saying in that, but... But how and influential if, Chief if, was on so many children. Chief. Like, how him and Cortana's relationship throughout the game and the, and the storyline that they had was so influential, and not even just, just like, kids and stuff, but like, the future of how they tell stories in games came from like halo gears of war i think that's kind of a i think that's kind of a very tall i don't think so i because the even think about like johnson right johnson in 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 halo one he was the the 
the Marines uh, staff sergeant, right? Oh, I do want to say something. Um, uh, Echo's Echo. in the chat just Echo talking about point. Pokemon the whole time. <laughs> no, no, no. Before that, before that, he mentions Doom Guy. If you want to compare planet killers, Doom Guy has Master Chief beat. Well, Master Chief has blown up like four rings and an entire race. Yes. <laughs> Doom Guy did, did body entire dimension, but also. In but that, um, in that, that, uh, you that don't metal really game, get emotionally attached to him either. Hell, no, because he doesn't have the, doesn't have that like personality. He doesn't have the personality. Well, Master Chief doesn't talk a whole lot either. He barely talks. True, but for yeah. some reason, you just get so attached to him. Between him and Cortana, because she's the like the the talker and stuff. But you get so attached to Master Chief because of one, how badass he is. Two, like yeah. you know, like deep down, even though he's super like the. Not even a super soldier, the best super soldier to ever be made in the history of anybody. Like he's the best. It's not even close. Like he's out there killing thousands of people by himself with bare hands. You give a yeah. fuck. So um, people like Master Chief for the same reason that they like Superman and Batman. They are what they aren't, right? They're everything that we as humans aren't, right? They're super, like you mentioned, powers, whatever. Yes or Call yes or no. Call of Duty are are more relatable people because they are people. I think that's. The, real that wasn't people in real scenarios doing ordinary people well, not ordinary in people. extraordinary deal uh situations doing extraordinary things you know that there's not more realistic but it's realistic is what i'm saying the special operations community is very well represented but it's yes, still something that's but insane. those are not normal people nah, that's not that you were born captain with... price is a captain you are born with the ability to do what they do, or you're not. As I, I seriously believe that. I seriously Jocko, believe if you're, if you and Goggins would both disagree. I think they were born. They both say that greatness is bred, not born. Exactly through their life and through their choices and everything. But yeah, those, that's what I'm saying. That's not what you were saying. Just they're, now. you they're, said people are born with abilities, right? They are humble enough to to not talk about it, but they are. And, and that special operations community is a step ahead human society in a lot of ways. And all those people have something figured out in their mind and something figured out with their bodies where they can do things that that normal humans will not even dream of ever doing. But, it, but it's not innate to their character. These oh, things it are is. developed. No, no, it's the, innate to their the character. Simple, the simple you know why it's innate to their character? Is... Because there's people that are bigger... There's people that are stronger. There's people that are faster than them. There's people that but shoot But they don't have it. Yeah. Because they it's don't not, have it in their head. Because there's a certain type of person that that takes. This is going to a different debate, and I like it. Hmm. But let's let's get back to it. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, there's it's a certain type of person that can do that, and there's a certain type that doesn't. Um, that, that can't. And, and yeah. 99.9999999 infinity, right, people cannot do that. They don't have what it takes as a person to do that. Um, but on the flip side, it is still a human behavior that is human. Master Chief and Cortana and the space realm, it seems all so fan it seems too fantastic to be real. No. We don't we, like we yeah, don't Yeah, but but that's again, that's why people like him. People like him for the same reason why they like superheroes. I don't think cool. so because it's, it's some because he's one of those ones that that under all that, you know, the coldness, he doesn't talk a whole lot. 
He's a bad motherfucker. He's killing everything. Um, but under all of that, you can tell like that's a good person. And, you know, that person actually genuinely cares. And through Cortana and how she, she interacts with them, you can see, like, yes, was he, because if you read the books, this this is what happens, against his will, um, injected with a bunch of shit to make him a super soldier, as were a bunch of, a bunch of kids. Yes. Um, but that relationship between them is how he grew to be the way he is. And um, Master Chief shows that, like, an unemotional um, super soldier that everyone thinks is like a badass, from, like the movies from the eighties, like like Arnold Schwarzenegger or something, just fucking just mowing people down. He's, Van Damme, yeah, Seagal, he's doing that. Eighties action hero, but he has like the human aspect to it when he shouldn't, and I think that's the reason that people and Cortana brings that out of them, and they're that's why they're, I think they're the perfect duo in gaming by far. It's because they bring stuff out of each other that whole time. Yeah, I. You'll never convince me otherwise. I'll be honest with you. I think second place for me, Gears of War. Because mm. that's shit. If you're talking about character development and you're talking about fucking depression and just crazy shit, holy fuck. Like, oh. Well, I guess we'll uh, we'll do what we normally do and we will leave it up to the audience. Uh, based on our arguments, who do y'all think? Which characters did you like more? Uh, drop us a comment, shoot us an email. If you are one of our podcast listeners who won't be watching us on stream when we do it live and won't be watching the YouTube video when it goes out later this week, um, send us an email. We'd love to hear your input for those of you who are around the world, even for our international audience. I'm curious to see, um, which of these two game series made more of an impact in your respective country and your respective home. Uh, whatever the case is in your respect. Or if there's ones, society. ones that were in your society. Maybe these didn't make a huge impact. What did in your yeah, maybe uh, not. your sectors of the world? We would love to hear. I actually take a um, an interest in the colloquialisms of individual microcosms of society. I know I threw a lot of big words out there, but what that means is I'm curious to see how different people in different places based on different societal norms interpret things, uh, appreciate things, um, all that kind of stuff. I, f I find that kind of stuff interesting, especially when it comes to etymo the entomology of words and phrases and sayings. Mm -hmm. That's one of my favorite things. I like, for example, the soda versus pop versus Coke debate yes. that we kind of highlighted earlier. Which I'm there is a right and what wrong answer, but... <laughs> But it uh, it is also regional, right? And I would yes. love to hear about what your region thinks about these various things. Now, Jones, I will let you say our goodbyes to our listening audience. Um, Before, these two drinks went straight through me. I have to pee really bad. When you get so, back, I'm going to start saying goodbyes. But when you get back, I want you to, to open up and explain to our... Because uh, I, I let it on pretty hard earlier about your sign. So once you get back from... Uh, oh, that's right. Yeah, so the, you keep talking. From I'm the head. Take a quick pee. I'll be right back. <laughs> um, Echo said in the chat, no, you guys can watch this on Twitch too. So you can watch this on Twitch, YouTube. Uh, what was that fucking one I said earlier that uh, all the people are on? Uh, Rumble. Because I just figured out that was a thing. Um, if you want to do us uh, live, I need to set up all our social media accounts. If there's anyone out there who wants to, for now, work for free, you know what I'm saying? And if we ever make it, you'll get you'll get paid very well. But I doubt we ever will, so it's more for fun. Uh, manage social media accounts or knows how to do that and can teach me how to do that shit. Let me know. I'm 
I'm a young man and old or an old man and young body. Um, but Echo said something in the chat. Uh, Pax making the Superman comparisons what won the argument for me. And then uh, never hugely into either Halo or COD. You know my answer for this question. And he was alluding to uh, his Pokemon um, and Pikachu references earlier. So, But O'Leary is back now. And he has a sign. Oh, no. Someone gave him a take, sign. It's, it's going to take his place right beside uh, it was, this guy right here. Oh, no, no, no. You know, right here. So you got you got that one right there on your oh, other side. Oh, yeah. yeah. And then Double Feet Podcast when we get that. It is. It on, is. Yeah. Oh, so, by the way. Oh, that reminds me. Yeah. Fractured uh, or Fracture Me was the mm-hmm. website I was telling you about. I need you to send me an email with yeah. the picture as original size otherwise they can't blow it up and make it bigger i'm gonna get a big like eight by ten. Ooh, okay shit I'll i'm, I'm gonna get one. a big one it's gonna get mounted right above me and these are beautiful beautiful pictures they're printed they're screen printed directly on glass so there's no frame and they mount by screwing directly into the wall Sweet. they're really cool well um, once those we, are we available and once you know, maybe once more more people are are wanting it, we'll toss our stuff on display so you guys can buy it. Toss on koozies yeah. and backpacks and fucking shirts and shit. Who knows? Uh, not right now because I already got enough work to do every day. Just trying to put this shit together uh, with the admin side and us trying to talk For about sure. all the topics and and everything, doing the videos. I alluded right. to someone earlier that if they want to like no money and do our social media for us, they're more than welcome. But uh, O'Leary has the sign everybody all right i'm gonna open this up and jones's reaction makes me think that this is something i'm really not gonna like oh i oh god i looked at it after our last podcast oh no i don't think i'm gonna like this (laughs) oh no i'm nervous i'm really nervous right now oh my god what the fuck is this show the camera no! Oh yeah, know. show the camera. Oh, <laughs> a little more. <laughs> it, says, <laughs> it says ten nudes. <laughs> Honestly, it's a pretty cool sign. But <laughs> <laughs> oh, so for you God. listeners, it's a it's Don't. a it's a it's a sign that's got Japanese on, on one side. It's a it is a naked anime girl with uh, in a provocative pose with something on her tits. What are those? I don't know. Like those, those little things that go on Robin. Okay. Why does her face look like she's mid orgasm right now? I think she is. Look at that. I shit. think she what is. Up? I think she is mid orgasm right now. Oh my And you know, God. in Naruto, they had those little things in the ramen. Those are over her boobs. And then uh, <laughs> she got a couple <laughs> chopsticks and it says, and she's in a, on a ramen bowl and it says send nudes oh, for all you is? listeners. Yeah. So I'll let O'Leary explain a little bit more for listeners. I'm going to use the restroom, and I'll be right back. Oh, my God. Well, unfortunately, this is going to hang. Whoops. This is going to be hanging right over here on this wall starting next week. Um, These are punishments from each other for losing our weekly You Laugh, You Lose challenge. Now... Jones lost last week's challenge and I meant to send him um I meant to send him his sign. I haven't done it yet, so he's going to be able to open up his next week from the You Laugh You Lose challenge he lost this past cycle. This sign that I got right now is from two from two 
podcasts ago, so that would be episode nine. Yeah, so um, I'm sure Jones already made the plug about um, if you want to send us things, send us ideas for uh, top five categories as well. Like, hey, what's your top five jazz song or, or something like that or top five movie or whatever the case is? Um, Send us those to our email at doublefeedpodcast at gmail.com. Doublefeedpodcast is all one word, no caps, no spaces, no special characters. Um, yeah, we're looking for as much audience participation, at, participation as we can. Um, even down to video submissions for You Laugh, You Lose. Our good friend Echo, who is always in the chat, um, has sent us some pretty hilarious video submissions in the past. Uh, I would love for him to keep doing that because those were great. Um, but yeah, any any one of our <clears throat> segments has the potential for some listener input. Um, you can comment on our YouTube videos direct when they go live. We are also Double Feed Podcast on YouTube. And Heard Twitch. That. And Twitch and all the other streaming services. And then doublefeedpodcast at gmail.com is our email where you can send us stuff, video submissions, um, ideas for debates, even. Even um, a, even if you think of categories for the game, toss yeah. us to those. And then Absolutely. we can. Absolutely. For Don't Get Me Started, that's a great one. Toss your toss your Twitter handle or whatever the fucking kids do, uh, Instagram handle or something, whatever the kids do nowadays. And I'll we'll toss give you a shout I'll, out. I'll toss it at the bottom of the card so everyone knows that, that you came up with that. Um, Submitted that, by. Yeah. Absolutely. Great. Now, so for, for our for our podcast listeners, we thank you guys for tuning in for for joining us, listening to us bullshit with each other. Hope you had a good time. Hope you had some laughs at our expense, potentially. Probably. Um, <laughs> I, I, uh, let us know what you think about any of these given sections. Um, like I said, we would love to hear from you uh, via email or via comments on the YouTube or whatever the case may be. So again, we uh, we thank you guys for tuning in. We will see you guys next week. Bye.